Thank you once again for tuning in to yet another edition of Talk So Real. My name is Matt Sanzala, and this podcast has been a long time in the making. Man, we have been discussing this for so long. In fact, this machine we're working on, we were trying to buy a couple weeks before everything got shut down. My last guest in the house before that pandemic, I got my brother Serge in the house. What's up, man? Before the Illuminati shut us down. Man, I know. I always been telling them. <laughs> when that new world order just swept in and smacked us right in the mouth, unload that five G. See exactly. Then, then put that poison in your veins. Oh man! And then they want to boost it up. See, all right, man. All right, Twitter. We need Elon to go ahead and buy that Twitter for for Serge get me kicked off. You know what I'm talking about? I ain't trying to get get canceled completely, <clears throat> or maybe fuck it. We'll see, man. Well, I'll tell you. You're a very special guest because of a lot of reasons, but I'm pretty sure, I know for sure you're the person that told me what a blog was <laughs> yeah. a long time ago, and then I think I learned about podcasts from you, because I'm pretty sure the first time I ever did anything like that was on Stay Hatin' with yeah, you, yeah. And you and Nas and Soft Money in the kitchen. Yep. That was, uh, in the kitchen. and I was like, what are we doing? What We're just talking? People listen to people talk? <laughs> yeah, I was like... Bring some music. We're gonna play some songs, and we're just gonna talk about them. And you didn't bring nothing, uh-huh. <laughs> but it was fine. We we had more than enough music, and I think that episode becomes, uh, yeah, it's it was a lot of talk. But yeah, that's all it is. Well, and the two, the idea for Stay Hating originally was, I would uh, get together with Matthew Africa. That's right. You know, and we'd meet up before a show, and. Have some beers and have a, you know, just talk about like, what are you listening to right now? And then I got the idea to just record those conversations. So I hit him up and we got soft money because he was down and he had just moved to SF. So we would do that. I was like, yeah, it'll be easy. I'm going to play some shit, talk about it. That's it. That's the show. And uh, yeah, did that for, I don't know, a couple of years. Like a hundred episodes or something like that, man. And now podcasting is the new DJ. Everybody's got one. And for people of a certain age, like myself, I always say, uh, "Well, actually, what it is is when I was a kid, you know, lots of kids wanted to play the guitar and be a rock star. And then as we got a little older, everybody was a DJ. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> Everyone's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, All comedy. Well, everybody's got a dream. Yep. But their dreams are not based in reality. Well, they ain't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are funny, maybe. But I'll tell you, I you know, living here in Austin, I had a friend up in my hometown, uh, Erie. He was like, man, dude, all the best comedians have moved to Austin. Dude, I listen to all these. Oh, my God, I can't. You're so lucky. They're all just out there. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't know. This is a couple. This is during. I was like, send Mm -hmm. me some links, man. Tell me, you know, who I should check out. And so I go on YouTube and I'm like, this ain't funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's gross. It's not funny. And a lot of people talk about, uh excuse me, comedians are the last bastion of free speech. Oh, God. They're the ones who can really say things. It's like <clears throat> telling shit jokes is not, no. not funny. No, like 
And that's happening. the thing with people who think, oh, yeah, comedians can say whatever they want. They have the right. No, dude, you can still get punched in the mouth. Yeah. And um, it's tackled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like it's no. I mean, there are repercussions for anything you say, regardless. Um, but yeah, I had a friend a few years ago. She uh, shout out uh, Lydia Popovich. Hey, um, Lydia. Used to be in music industry stuff. Eventually was able to move on from that. But she got into doing stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. And she started doing some live shows. I was not allowed to see her live show until she had a few under her belt. I wonder why. (laughs) Because she didn't want me to talk shit. But um, And then whatever, I went. And it was shortly after breaking up with uh, her rapper boyfriend, who was a friend of mine, but um, she performs and it's it's like a black comedy showcase and Lydia is half Russian, half Mexican and it's fine. Sorry. We're having some beers. You might have known. (laughs) Um, But she goes up there and then she does a bit where, you know, and then the jokes are, everything's kind of working, but she really runs the crowd over when she's like, ladies, you ever come home and your your man and his friend are practicing rap songs in your living room and all these black women audience are like, girl, oh my God. And then she just goes on about her like shitty boyfriend and his rap dreams. And uh, no, See, I would have liked that probably. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. That was good. Oh man. I've had roommates. In, in the world where we've ha- I've had to just lock my bedroom door and put a pillow over my head <laughs> for the whole day and night. The rapping. Dude. You still like the rapping, I, I understand. You're yeah. still into the rapping. I, I still like rap music. Um, it is still my favorite. It's, you know, you just got to find it. Yeah. There, but, um, you know, I, I still like a wide variety of raps. And there's... There's always some young kid doing something interesting. There's always going to be a lot of shitty people, mm. um, you know. Well, surprise! Today's podcast is all about the new Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> yeah. Serge, I'm so glad to have you here today. Oh my god! How many times have you listened to the new Kendrick? None. What? Not at all. Not at all. All right. People ask me about the video. I'm like, I haven't watched that. <laughs> like, um, I got told about it. Yeah, I saw all this stuff on Twitter. Oh man, on Friday, um, somebody was telling me that how much this new Kendrick Lamar was going to be uh, beneficial to young black and brown men and encourage us to go get therapy. And I was like, "Ain't nobody gonna do that." I mean, <clears throat> first of all, I will state for the record that I did listen to it and I like it, but. Um, and I, I actually genuinely think, technically, as far as being a really a rapper's rapper who could really rap, I think Kendrick is one of the greats. Yeah. And I, I love, you know, I always want to hear somebody have something to say. He's great. Brilliant. Um, and I don't, but, but it's another one of those things where I can't, you know, during the pandemic, I got off of social media. Mm-hmm. And having gotten back on it to promote this podcast of sorts, I've realized that it's, it's for sure one of my addictions. Like, I was able to give it up. Oh, yeah. But when I got back on it, 
I'm kicking myself all the time. Like, stop it. Stop it. Stop reading this. Stop looking at this. You know? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's and, such a habit. But it is. But what, what drives me the craziest is even a good thing like the Kendrick record, the group think that comes yeah. out of it that you see every fucking person I know has posted something about it. And yeah, most and of them posted very positive things. A couple of people are like, I'm not really feeling Kendrick. And then there's like 600 replies to some dude. Well, like, I don't want to see the think pieces. Like, and, and I think that's also the thing that kind of bothers me about the way that social media has become of like, you know, everybody is on Twitter, but we're all confined to these like sound bites of opinions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's one of the things I miss about a rap blog where it was like, okay, somebody's actually going to have more than 180 characters to say something about something, you know? And, but the other thing was like, I haven't listened to the new Kendrick because, like, yeah, once you get that, like, hive mind fucking group thing shit happening, and now it's starting to feel like like it's homework. I don't want to, like, I don't. Well, on both yeah. either side of the coin, you, there's a lot of people who feel you have to be a certain way and fall into line in a certain thing, and it's it's really annoying. Like, and it's not like, like I don't like, like, I'm fine with Kendrick. I think mm-hmm. he's talented, and I, I think that. He, within the rap landscape, he deserves that you need to have somebody like him, like him. He's and he fills that spot well, really well. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like I haven't listened to that new Black Star. Like that's other shit that just feels like, oh, it's my rap homework. I got to go do that so I can be a good rap fan. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever. And what are we missing if we're just following? All the trends, you know, like when they tell you to listen to this, that's part of what, what gets me. I, I don't like to be told anything. I want to tell you yeah. what I think is good. <laughs> and you'll never probably listen to that. You might, but a lot of these people out here will be like, what? Like, yeah. what is that from Nigeria? Why? And I'm like, because it's jamming. That, yeah. uh, that's why I'm out here trying to tell people about listening to Young JR. Who's Young JR? Young Jr. He's a he's a young rapper. Oh, well. He's not an old rapper calling himself young, <laughs> and you know I, he's he's a junior. But uh, he's this young dude out of Oakland, and he's um I believe Oakland. But uh, he's been making some shit, and he's fucking with some SF rappers, like uh oh god I can't remember the dude's name, but um yeah he's just got some shit, and he's got a really cool voice. It is very much like a like a young Keek the Sneak. Okay. So there's like a gravel to it. And you got a raspy voice, distortion. I will listen to you rap about anything. And mm. uh, yeah, his shit is tight. I'm fucking with that. So like the Island Boys and shit like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say the Bay has always been holding, man, as far as the music goes. there's No matter where the, 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 the trends go, there's always going to be a Bay sound. And the Bay yeah. dudes are going to come hard with a hard bass sound. They're always going to exist. Like down here, of course, we still have people sounding like a screw tape or whatever, but a lot of the people went in this kind of weird direction that everybody went. Yeah. The same flows, the same this, and that's also endemic of the internet and having availability to all these things. And it trips me out because I wonder as an old man, you know, when I was a kid, what if I had every access to like every album out there in my pocket, what would I be listening to? Because we had to buy records. It was really special to find. I mean, I remember 
like hip hop wise, the record stores at the mall in Erie were, you know, one little section. Yeah, yeah. You know, one small like corner of the of the <clears throat> sex, uh, not the store of like a what do you call it? like shelves or whatever, like one small shelf yeah, of, it was of a, rap like twelve a, inches yeah, a section and in a bin, a couple rows of cassettes. You know, punk rock. You had a special order if you even heard, you knew about it. You know, no, like or, you dude, know, I remember. Yeah, if like. I didn't have any money, so if I didn't get out of there with that, with if I was able to not get caught stealing a tape, then I got some new music. If I got caught, I didn't get new music. Man, well, that's a that was that was those were the days. Them long boxes, them plastic <laughs> long boxes with the security. <laughs> yeah, you have to pop that shit out over your knee, yep. stuff it down your pants, get out of there. But I think though, even though for young kids now, right? Like, yeah. You have you could have everything in your phone. It's all on YouTube. It's streaming. You could. I mean, I still download music off of SoulSeek. Oh yeah. But um. But I think there's still you know where, yeah, it was harder to get things before, but people would still look for, you know, those like undiscovered things. I think even with everything in streaming, there's still kids who look for something that not everybody listens to, given it's a lot easier for things to be homogenized. It's like the, the little pockets of regional things still exist, but like it's easier for, you know, it's why dudes in Germany can just make rip off, you know, Memphis sound and raps. Now it's true. You know, it's like everybody has access to the same things. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> talk about, yeah, I've, I've seen it with my own eyes, like people opening up for Devin over in Europe. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, what's going on? Why? But I wonder, I'm t- thinking about myself, like I'll go on a SoundCloud or on some service and just search like Kenya or I read about that Amapiano music from South Africa. And I just go search that and I'll find kids making it. Yeah. I mean, would that be 15 year old me if that was it? You know, like, would I still be? I would think so. Like, I mean, there's shit that I'll do, like, you know, go on Bandcamp and just click on, like, that San Jose, Costa Rica tag and just start listening to whatever came out of that city. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, one thing I do is, like, instead of, like, trying, like, I, I do this especially for Baton Rouge rap, is I'll follow the guys who make the videos for those dudes. And so yeah. when they post a video, then it's like, okay, I can, I can check that out. Like if, but, and then you just kind of go down that wormhole of whatever, or like following, I mean, and that's one thing now, like you can, it's way easier to follow like a producer tag mm-hmm. or whatever and go find that stuff. But yeah, I just follow Frankie lucky dog <laughs> yeah. still. I mean, Instagram's not showing me enough, man. I, I need to fix this whole thing, man. Fix my social medias. I don't see enough Frankie posts and he posts a lot. You might have to start messaging him or watching his stories. That'll oh. start pushing it to the front. That's what it does. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right, I'm on it. I love uh, I love Frankie the Lucky Dog, your old partner in uh, in the blog sphere, David Drake. Yes, sir. He hit the world to that man. And my kids still give me shit about buying his CDs and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Is this that guy? Yes. Frankie the Lucky Dog. Look him up. You want to know about Baton Rouge rap? He's the one. And the new Dua Lipa. What? <laughs> you never have you ever watched his like five hundred song countdown shows? No. <laughs> never. 
<clears throat> no, it's. I've all... never watched anyone's 500 oh, song countdown no, show. He'll, he'll have like 500 songs, and and they're all exact. The snippets are all. I don't remember how many seconds they are, but they're all the exact amount, same seconds. Oh my god! It's on YouTube, and it'll be like super crunk, you know, Baton Rouge rap, and then, uh, some crazy like. I don't know, techno is not the right word, but like some crazy rave-ass thing or Dua Lipa, <laughs> some crazy pop thing just pops in the middle of it. And he's into it. Okay, shit. You know? But that's a... We were just talking about social media, and I was like, you know, I have a friend, Chris Sampson. He's over in the Ukraine right now taking mm-hmm. photos. Badass photos. It's amazing. He comes from the Pacific Network. He's a you know old-school man, a journalist, and uh, he's literally over there, and he's posting him on Instagram... And I've never seen one of them in my feed. Excuse me. I've never seen one in my feed. And I go search it, and he's got 10 new photos up. Like, series of photos and stuff. But they never show it to me without specific. And I follow him. We've been messaging on Instagram. That's how, you know, it's really strange. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you see people like, oh, I got the shadow ban or whatever. And, um, I mean, there's definitely some shit where, where I've seen, oh, yeah, this person, I used to always see their shit, and then they, like, pop, dropped off or whatever. Or, like, but it's even just from being here this weekend, like, a, running into Fat Tony, mm-hmm. shot him a message afterward, and now Fat Tony's, like, posts and stories just came up to the front. Okay. Um. So, yeah, man, that that, that goddamn algorithm, you know. I don't get it. And then people tell me TikTok is the best one, but I can't do it. I can't put TikTok. Oh, I can't. I can't, I can't do TikTok. Like I look at TikTok almost like Saturday Night Live. Like it ain't that good. If it's funny enough, I, it'll show up a different way. I don't need to watch it. And you're saying you watched Post Malone in a dress last night? Yeah, it was tight. Did you? It was amazing. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> so fluid. Um, he, yeah. he 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 was tired. Um, <laughs> he was smelly. Um. Such a nice voice on that boy. <laughs> Whatever. I have. I, was he on? Yes. Oh, yeah. In a dress. Two different dresses. Wow, wow. That I saw. So just pushing the artwork forward. Him and Machine Gun Kelly. So wow. free. Wow. Yeah. Like, dude, wearing a dress as a whatever. Yo, what is this fucking? Are, are you a, a rebel from 1987? Like. I mean, I don't know. That's like as artistic as like, here's my painting of a sledgehammer smashing a TV. Like, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about this dumb shit. It's barely art. It's just bad art, right? Like, just lame, predictable art. Like, okay, whatever. You wanted to paint your nails black, goth boy? Cool. You're edgy. The cancel podcast will be back in just a moment. (laughs) You're going to have a a fucking painting that's just like Scrabble letters that say like rebel, you know. That exists. I'm pretty sure. I saw that at Spencer's. Yeah. They had it. I don't know. I would say I don't like anything Post Malone's ever done to be honest. I'm actually still mad at the person who we were trying to, when we were trying to do a second Weird City Hip Hop Festival and, uh, the tickets weren't, it got canceled. It didn't sell very well. And it, it was, you know, there's reasons. But uh, one of the guys involved was like, yo, we got to do something to make these tickets sell. This is before I heard of him. He's like, what about Post Malone? Do you think we should get Post Malone? I was like, 
who was Post Malone? He's like, man, it's like the biggest thing right now. The kids love him. And it was, it was a, obviously it was like the White Iverson song or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go, let me see. And I look it up. And I was like, yo, I cannot believe you told me about this <laughs> shit. I didn't, there was no reason for me to hear this. Mm-hmm. None. He blew up. It is what it is. This music shit. You know, people like shitty things. And that, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> He summed it up. It's uh yeah, no, I I could never I never got into Post Malone. I couldn't understand it. Oh, and I Machine just, Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Well like I didn't like Machine Gun Kelly when he was just like rapping, rapping. No. And now he's doing this like fucking super weak ass pop punk bullshit. And like I mean, I've never liked that kind of style of punk no. anyways. Like but like who's asking for that? I mean, given there's people listening to it, people think like it, or he's selling, he's famous. But like, I just I don't understand the mindset of like, I, not even that you want to listen to him, but you do want to listen to that style of music. But yeah, I mean, I like weird shit. Yeah, I mean, I like to see people push the envelope in a real direction and not just some Kardashian ass bullshit. Yeah, and I don't fuck with any of that, man. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't get it. But people do. It is what it is. And the crazy thing, what did we do last night? We went to a, a rap <laughs> show. I couldn't believe it. I was at a rap show with Surge, seeing Houston rap with Surge. What a strange oh, night for us in the cultural epicenter of Central Texas, Round Rock. Honestly, though, it might have been cooler out in Round Rock just because it was more like just the people. Wasn't it wasn't hip? Was it cool? I mean, it wasn't hip. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, which no. like you get uh, real tired yeah. of hip when you live out here. You live in San Francisco. That's... My God, live here. I'm like, yeah, take me to fucking Round Rock. <laughs> Give me a Lone Star. Shut up. Rap. Like the thirteen dollar Lone Star. Oh no, that's something we gotta address. We gotta. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna blow up the uh, Instagram page and the Round Rock amp. Not yeah. the Round Rock amphitheater because that's no. something different. But the Round Rock amp. They had signs posted for $12 beers, whether it's a Hopadillo or a Lone Star. They were said 12 mm-hmm. and then when you go to pay, they, it's 13 Yeah. You know? And well, I'm, also, they're charging you tax? Yo, handle that shit yeah. in advance. I don't you think it's tax. You pick your prices. I don't actually think it's tax yeah. because it doesn't even out. Even oh, that, out like that, that must be a service fee. Dude, you know why? Because they're racist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they did do a big rap show. I can't lie, but I do know how bartenders be acting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Tripping. That being said, there's probably a lot of, a lot of folks in there, maybe not tipping. I don't know. I, I mean, it was pretty, pretty diverse. It's round crowd. Rock. There were definitely it people who a, didn't want to buy tickets and stood on their cars outside trying yeah, to watch was, it over free. That was smart. <laughs> that was actually they saw the stage probably a little better than us uh, where yeah, we were. That's true. Anyways, let's break down the show last night because I think people really want to know our opinions of of. of oh, these they, performances. they have to. Because I looked over at you when uh, when the smooth jazz saxophone player came out during a little flip set, and I thought to myself, man, he is in his element right now. Serge oh has been waiting for this his entire life. This is amazing. <laughs> there, um, there, there used to be this club called Etiquette in San Francisco that uh, it was all like everything was glossy black inside. Um, <clears throat> There was an oil painting of a man in a skin tight tuxedo. It was just like some weird, weird things. Like you could see bulges 
mm-hmm. on the in this in this painting. Um, but at one point, I believe I was there and Trackademics, Catch Dubs was DJing. Some of the honor roll guys were there during Catch Dubs set. <clears throat> he may have played. I don't know, fucking Montel, something that had a saxophone in it. The owner of the club pulls out his saxophone, goes up to the DJ booth and is like, keep it going. (laughs) He starts playing along and we're all standing around in this club like, what the fuck is happening? And a friend of mine who had a like, he had a weekly or a monthly there. I asked him like, what the fuck is that? He's like, dude, this happens all the time. This guy, like he, the owner of this place thinks it's really cool. He thinks people like it. And personally, I think the saxophone is one of the most irritating musical instruments in existence. The only thing more obnoxious than a saxophone is a fucking harp. The hate being spewed <laughs> today. No, that's the saxophone can go either way. Uh, yeah. Me. I it's, mean, I love jazz. I love real real jazz I, but when you get the that sort of smoothie jazz which is what more people like also anyways it will, it's but, always too like the guys who play the saxophone think they look a lot cooler than they really do but I will say this um, two weeks ago I almost went to a show that had a saxophone player but it was he was playing at the knockout in San Francisco and it was the saxophone guy from the Lost Boys movie what and the flyer had to say this is not a joke this is real and he came out and yeah he he still had the ponytail and he played with no shirt on and did all the sexy saxophone moves or saxophone uh, moves <clears throat> see really didn't miss much being locked out <laughs> i mean the house was was nice for a couple of years just hanging out watching what you want oh man but then yeah little flip brings this dude out to play well the first we had to deal with 10 minutes of like turn my saxophone up turn my saxophone oh, yeah. up <laughs> and then they they threw little flips juice at people and uh <laughs> whatever that is. oh god yeah his i don't know what it was called erotica or exquisite Ex- juice. exotic pop exotic, exotic pop, pop. Yeah. yeah no that's a thing out here mm. and then um little flip did a live stream well, that where, live stream where he was on Instagram live, but he was rapping, looking into his phone, like how, you know, people do when, when they're showing off their new outfit or something. Yeah. Not when they're in front of however many, I don't know, a couple of thousand people yeah. at, at, at the Round Rock amp mm-hmm. um, when they're trying to watch you. And instead you're looking at your phone <laughs> or have your back to the audience looking at your phone so the people on the stream can see the audience. <laughs> It didn't make any sense. No, it wasn't. It that it, that that aggravated me and the rapping over the vocals. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I bought this, I got that, I bought this, I bought that. I was like, buy an instrumental. <laughs> yeah. How about that? If you want it, buy it. And you know, I actually maybe doesn't want it. I like Little Flip. I jam Little Flip. He's a legend. I can't lie, but with that that looking at the phone thing. Yeah. That killed it. That was a hard hard start to the night, in my opinion. And the sound, the sound fluctuated a lot. Yeah, throughout the night, it especially was, with him, it was yeah. the music was real low. And I mean, 
for the most part, the mics were were pretty hot, mm-hmm. and that shit was that shit was like way louder than the music was. Like if they could bring the music up and bring the mic down, it would have been better. And you know, depending where you were standing, the music would get like real tinny and just like yeah, it was not the best of sound. But <clears throat> for in his defense. He had uh, his logo up behind him the whole time. So it looked like a big concert. True. And that was dope. It had a good look to it. And I'm wondering if they were all asked to bring like a logo or something to put on the screen because no one else did. And so instead of the having like a logo like Kiss behind the band or whatever, mm-hmm. or the, the rapper, it was uh, they were showing just random music videos of the artists generally. But Lil Kiki came on next. And Lil Kiki did a, a good Lil Kiki show. He's great. The hits are the hits, you know, but mm. they put a video that he made with like Sauce Walker and Zero and all them in yeah. it. And it just was on a loop, just kept playing behind. Mm. So you, you can, where we were standing, because we were behind the fence, we weren't in the VIP or whatever that shit was. Oh, it was a different VIP. Yeah, it was the, <clears throat> we was with the people, the proletariat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> like you could just see big Sauce Walker, big as a building, <laughs> and Zero, you know, rapping on a screen. With like you know a little Kiki, in the distance, that and was a little strange. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, and then it just because it, it gets on loop, and you're just like, all right, well, like, like at first when it came on, I thought, oh, they they got a new video, they're trying to promote that, whatever. But then it just keeps going and going and going, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. There's no there's no, no. camera here because it yeah it would have made sense have a logo. Or have a camera and, you know, on the screen project the artist so people in the back can see or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently that makes too much sense. I don't know yeah. if you've ever been to a rap show, but usually they are very well put together. Oh, man. Well, to be honest with you, man, they've gotten better. Like, there are, since the, you know, back in the day, they were, had many rough nights. But... You know, now there's real tours and real venues that are booking this. And yeah. that venue, I mean, it's a cool place. Like, for what it's worth, it's a nice big space for yeah, a show. It, yeah, no, that place had a lot of room. Like, it never felt like, oh, like, like, things were getting too crowded. And even, you know, there's some dude partied a little too much and fell down. and That got handled immediately. Like, yep. everything was really good in that sense. Of yeah, like, yeah okay. that was the next step. Paul Wall came out and he killed it. It was really good. But they ended it. They're like, first of all, Watts is like, we got the whole crew in here. We got to do it. We got to do it. And Mike Jones was on the lineup. Mm-hmm. But the, the whole crew that he was still tipping, it was actually just Paul and, and Slim. Yeah. But in the middle of it, uh, the manager, Heavy, comes out and is like pointing out, hey, hey, we got to stop. They got somebody in the front row down. We need to help him. We need to help mm-hmm. him, which is a good thing. And uh, but and they're like, yeah, somebody got to get an ambulance. They're like saying all this. <laughs> and then like a 30, 10 seconds later, like, oh, no, he's all right. Look, at he's, he's good. Yeah, yeah, get him some water. Get him some water. <laughs> Throw him a flip juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was a – and then so Slim Thug after Paul Wall, that was, you know, it was a great mm-hmm. night. Bun B, and then we got – and Bun killed it. Bun, what I like about his sets recently is he's added, like, murder and yeah. some of the deeper songs at the end, you know, which is something I've wanted forever. Yeah, because it's, I mean, yeah, for a long time, yeah, you were kind of getting that same bun set. And, yeah, I mean, it was always really well done. But, yeah, if you saw it in one town, you were going to see it in the next town. Um, but, 
yeah, it is nice that he's he's changing that up. It's not just we saw him four twenty in here, and he even did Wood Wheel. Oh shit! Which that's one of my favorite songs yeah. ever of any song of anybody. I love that song. Yeah, I've never seen that live. Yeah, that was crazy. And then Scarface came out for no an band. extended set. Yeah, it was good. It was what forty. You know, I think he everybody did about thirty, and he did probably forty. Or more? Yeah, he might have done more. Yeah. He was on for a minute because there was a couple of points where he thought it was ending. That's true. Then, what the hell was that? Yeah, it was. Uh, and then he would go into this acapella bit and then they'd start up another song. And then he he started doing that whole like Tupac tribute thing. That's right. And the, the Bushwick tribute, thankfully. Yeah. But. Oh, he he ran through a lot of stuff. He covered mm-hmm. a lot of shit, and I mean, I think there was something from almost every album. Exactly, it started early. Yeah. Started with the f- earliest stuff, and then just went through it. Mm-hmm. Always one of the best performers. The Ghetto Boys back in the day were one of the best live groups ever in rap. That was the largest venue I've ever seen. Um, well, any of the Ghetto Boys at like, I've usually I've seen them do. Smaller venues, like, you know, like, well, not small venues, but mid-sized level venues. And that's always been super dope. But, like, uh, and I think I saw the complete Ghetto Boys once. They played Yoshi's in San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is, like, good size. And, I mean, that shit, yeah. They're, Are you at the South by one with Red Bull and, and Ultramagnetic MCs and Ghetto Boys? You had uh, to been there. I probably. I want to say yes. It's like 2014, I believe. Something like N- that. No. Because I don't think I came out here in 2014. Well, Scratch Bastard was, you'd remembered it. Yeah. Scratch Bastard, a bunch of people were there from around the world who never got to see the Ghetto Boys because they never, I don't think they've performed outside the U.S. Maybe early, early. I've heard maybe they went to Japan, but I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. You know, that would make sense. But I mean, how long ago would that have been? Oh man, yeah, the, the, I'm sure the Rick Rubin era. Yeah, it had to be. But yeah, I don't know. That was um always a great show, and last night was real nice to see him. And and amongst all those guys, you know, it makes sense and stuff. But you know, there's so many times where it's just a screwed up click people or just yeah. this, and it went really went across, you know, the whole city and. uh we did leave before Mike Jones and Zero. So I have not heard any reports of those. Well, we have, well, circumstantial evidence yep. that Mike Jones probably did not show. I mean, he, I was told he was booked for a show in Las Vegas last night as well, but they were hollering his name out quite a lot. And he didn't, well, he didn't come out for the fucking still tipping, but he might not have. Arrived. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, they I had. Know. It was kind of crazy that they had Scarface, and then they still had Mike Jones and, and Zero after that. But for me, being elderly, <laughs> I'm the guy who's leaving at the. No matter what the score is, I'm leaving in the middle of the ninth inning. You know, I'm getting out of that parking lot. I gotta go. I'm not sitting there in, in that traffic. So we did get to leave a little early. Yeah. But that being said, too, it was. All, we also had what four hours of standing watching. That's also when I found out that apparently Popeyes in Austin closes at fucking 10 o'clock for some unreasonable (laughs) reason. Like, who doesn't want to get fried chicken at midnight? 
So it wasn't many, midnight, but whatever. You know what I'm saying. So many places close so early. It's insane. These days. Goddamn pandemic. Yep. But coming from Houston, you know, there's, some, there's, you know, I haven't been there for, you know, I was there for a long time. I knew the little spots and coming to Austin and living like up off 2222 and burn it. And I used to do like, you know, when I'd have Red Bull events or South by events, you know, and I'd be coming home late. Like, oh, I could just get something, you know, and it's like the whole place is just dark. Ah, shit. Nothing. So you got to know your spots around here. But that was a. Uh, that was crazy because I think about our early days hanging out when you guys would come down here to South by Man and go see Slim Thug with Diplo or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that did happen. Um, that did, yeah. And it was like, I mean, to you know, people would whatever would come to South by, but for you know, being a fan of well, just of rap in general, there were so many shows you could go to here to see things that were never going to make it, you know, to like they DSR was not coming to the bay. Yeah. But like to come down here and go what was that the back room? Oh, the back room was the shit. And to see like you know, all of DSR go on stage and do that shit and you know, then had Devin, Paul Wall Chameleon there. Like saw so many things uh, and yeah man, that shit was that was 100% worth it like you know, I wasn't going to see Al Capone come out and do a show in San Francisco, but I can see him do a show on six with fucking Tomsky. Uh, what's his name? Ski Mask. Tomsky. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And well, I think he also show. was with like the the with the upper Mississippi All-Stars, too, or mm-hmm. something. Did you see him with the live band? No, I don't think I caught that. Because I believe one year it was him and <clears throat> Apol and MJG with the with the live band. I saw Eight Ball and MJG with a live band, so I might have missed hmm. them. But yeah, but yeah, it was just like shit like that. Like you could, you know, it was and to have it all in one place. Like yeah, if you wanted to come down for South by and go see, you know, dudes at the whatever fucking Mountain Dew tent and mm-hmm. all that shit, that's that's all happening too. And you can do all that, and you can go see your whatever big time artist, but. Also, like, yeah, all kinds of other things that don't make it to national tours or whatever. You can mm-hmm. see all that shit. And that was like, that was my favorite part about it. And to just being able to see a mix of like, yeah, I'm gonna get up at 10 a.m., <clears throat> go smash a fucking six pack of tall cans and watch Iron Age fucking destroy some stage and then, you know. Grab some breakfast tacos and go see a goddamn rap show. Like that should, that's what I miss about South by. Yeah, no, that those were the days, man. That shit was crazy. The um, I'm sure you're kind of pissed that you missed it this year because the, the big show on the outdoor stage this year was Sammy Hagar. And, oh, uh, damn, and Sammy, the Red Rocker. Yeah, and he had Michael Anthony on bass, so he's basically half a Van Hagar up there. Did they have? Was they giving out free Cabo Wabo? I would assume. But you know what I did here. I actually ran into some friends who work at South by still randomly at the yellow jacket one day. And I brought that up. I was like, how was that one? You know? And, uh, <clears throat> they were like, you know, at auditorium shores, we usually, you know, I think a lot of people bring like a cooler or something. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're like, we never really had like big alcohol sales for our shows at auditorium shores, but we like broke every record <laughs> at the bar at that show. Really? Yeah. And I saw pictures. It was old people. Like I'm, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, saying I, you, you can say it if you are one, I'm old. It was like 
they were out there. I mean, think about it, though. Sammy Hagar, like, that's literally half of the Van Halen era of Van Halen, you know, the Hagar era. I used to work with this dude. Um, <clears throat> he's from Alabama. But uh, he, apparently when he was a kid, he, he was a huge Sammy Hagar fan to the point that he tried to change his name to Sammy. And in, like, elementary school, he would not acknowledge – uh, if, a, if a teacher called him by his name, Greg, they had to call him Sammy. In his papers, he'd write Sammy or the Red Rocker. And when he told me this, I started laughing because I was like, yeah, bullshit. Like, who the fuck is a Sammy Hagar fan like that? Oh, man. And this dude tried to throw me out of his car because he was like, you cannot disrespect the Red Rocker. And I was like, wait, you're for real? Like, I you- would have, I'd have hung out with him. <laughs> Holy I'd have been shit. down with him. I saw Sammy Hagar and Crocus at the Erie <laughs> Civic Center, and I have um, photos from about as far back as we were last night. <laughs> but like, and the, you know, the, the olds weren't like they're square. They're not even like the four by six. This is like this is the. They 80s. got like round corners. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, really soft matte yeah. finish. <laughs> and uh, you just see like the big backdrop. And maybe some fists in the air, and then there's like this little. He had like a whole like all yellow and red, like suit on. Oh, you could just see this little yellow speck in the middle of the thing. I was like, "You see me, fool!" And Crocus, oh, by the way. God. But growing up in that's one of the things when my father moved to Houston, it was like I grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Man, like it didn't matter who came in concert, and plus concerts were like ten bucks back then. Yeah, it was like yeah, we're going. I not not to say I didn't like Sammy Hagar. Of course, I was. 10 i loved i can't drive 55 (laughs) of course i did yeah but uh, i I never got to experience that um now when i think of sammy hagar i just think of like that that's what you're gonna look like after partying with guy fieri exactly well put i do think though uh when you say that I i know exactly what you mean and i like that that comparison but to be as you know if I'm in my 70s and going as hard as Sammy Hagar, man, we did something right, man. Something, uh, we yeah, did something right. You know, um, you know, you got, you got, you he have your hard. own celebrity tequila. You got, you got your club in in Cabo, mm-hmm. all that shit. Well, that's a good segue. And I am working on my own um, Delta Eight Scissor. Oh, Delta Eight THC Scissor, yes, and uh, with some friends in San Antonio, they they made this. Uh, this formula that we're gonna brand out and do it, it it works. It's really nice. So I could be on my way to uh What does it do? I mean, Delta Eight's like one molecule off from regular weed. <laughs> the the illegal stuff here, not you know, everything's oh, okay. legal where you're from. <laughs> but uh even Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not here. But uh no, the Delta Eight is technically legal and it's um it works. It fucking works. It's not as um It's not like bath salts. Well, a little bit like bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> no, you start not. selling these drinks, people are gonna eat their no, friends. No, it's like weed, man. It's like just chilling on some on some weed, and it you drink it, so it hits you faster than normal like edibles. And for me, I've smoked. I don't smoke anything anymore, actually. But I've ingested uh, THC a lot of my life, and these in the last few years. Like, it wasn't helping. Like, the paranoia of everything going on, family stuff, the pandemic, this, that, what the fuck's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, marijuana and I were not. I, I stopped. Like, I can't deal with, like, I can't get super high. I'll I'll be freaking out. 
So I don't need all this like incredible weed anymore. Like I don't want that. But this little Delta Eight syrup, because I just wanted to try it anyway. Because I'm like, what is Delta Eight? I was in St. Louis last year visiting my sister, and we were walking around. Went to a couple of cool record stores. All these head shops before it was really happening here that I knew of. Mm-hmm. All these like head shops were like Delta Eight in stock here. Delta Eight, anyone can buy it. Delta Eight, Delta Eight, and I was like, and it didn't even say it had like the little Delta symbol, the triangle. Oh, eight. okay. I'm like, what is all this shit? And so I just start looking it up, and I was like, I'm gonna have to try this. And then I had some gummies, eh. and then I got this syrup that they're making, and I was like, this this is exactly what I want. I'm not just saying that as I'm not, there's not a sales pitch. I wouldn't be messing with it if I didn't try it and was like, Oh yeah, man, this is it. It was so nice and mellow, not a paranoid feeling, mm-hmm. a, a teaspoon, like a small ass little dose for my big ass who needs to double up on anything to feel it. I was like, all right, yeah, this is about right. And they're like, man, you could brand this out for your own self, sell it on your podcast. It's going to be the Delta 88 podcast. Delta eight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wish I had it here so we could give you a little sample. We pour some in your beer. I keep thinking of uh, the cars, the 88 Oldsmobile. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Exactly. Maybe that could be part of the branding. Mm-hmm. You get Good idea. Chuck D. Man, do you think? The hell? Wait, no, that's the 98. Oh, yeah. 98 well, Oldsmobile is. Well, close yeah. enough. All right, Chuck D., if you're listening... Let me sell a few few thousand of these here first to get some, get my money right. Might be an endorsement deal. Bring them back. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know. He might not be into it. Maybe after that, you know, their price probably went way up after that big Onyx and Cypress Hill battle. I would say call be real, but I mean after that, their value probably went oh through the through roof. the roof. Omg! Wow. Have you heard anything about that? No, I haven't heard a thing. Yeah, like because that was. Last night. Last night, yeah. So we were out. We didn't get to watch yeah. that. We got the big rap show. Yeah. And again, like a lot of these things, Twitch and Versus and all these, it's like, um, we're allowed to go outside now. What's going to happen? You know? Viewership's going down. I mean, it has to, but I was thinking that, like, um, as weird, I don't know how to say this, because it's as weird as it was that we got locked down and all that shit happened, it was fucking surreal. It's actually not as weird, but it's weird to be back too, kind of like you're in Texas. I, I mean, like this shit, they flipped it like a light switch down here. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, people talk a lot of shit about <laughs> Texas, this and that. And I'm, I'm sure out in the Wahoo Bills, there were a lot of people not wearing masks. But in Houston, in Dallas, San Antonio, in Austin, we were wearing masks. People were wearing masks. People were dealing with it, you know, doing what, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much. You know, doing what we had to do. It wasn't, we weren't just told a bunch of dickheads not doing it. But as soon as they said that shit, done. Yeah, like at least, you know, San Francisco, I mean, we were the one of the first ones going to lockdown. We definitely were, restrictions were not lifted overnight. Mm -mm. But, you know, it was, uh, and then, you know, city would mandate some things. But there was also, you know, whatever the shit we got to deal with. But we ease back into shit. But like, you know, I've gotten on a plane three times in the last year. Once to go to L.A., another time to go to Portland. And then here, I mean, I'm still wearing a mask on the goddamn plane. Like, 
yo, it's nice not having a fucking cold or the flu or whatever. So fuck it. Yeah. I'll keep doing that. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, I've, I've said for years, especially traveling overseas and being on it for 12 hours, that's a, yeah. you're in a germ box. Yeah. There's all kinds of people coughing and uh, hacking, doing all kinds of shit. In there. It was like a normal thing to get sick after a flight. Like yeah. I hated that shit, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's cool being able to like go into a bar and you're not like, I mean, I, I'll keep six, six feet just cause I don't like people. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it is weird to see like some people just acting like the last two years never happened. It's, uh, it's real weird, but that's, that being said, like the last two years definitely happened, but it's a really weird memory, man. Like it's a, it's so surreal in my head. Like I know what happened, but 2020 and 2021 are the same year. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like, and they were totally different as well, but that's like, it's a, it's really surreal. The biggest tragedy of all that was, I mean, we had some big plans from the, on your last visit, like. We never got to see our naked attraction fruition uh, reaction show come into fruition, man. Dude. We were never able to do that, man. I think that was going to be one of the biggest things on the internet if we could have really gotten into that. And it's, you know, we had such momentum leading into it. We had seen the show a few times, <laughs> and, and, and that was enough. Um, we had thoughts, and it was. We had reactions. Yeah. <laughs> And that's all you need. That's all we need. We were right there, ready, oh, on the cusp of blowing up. We could have really blown up, and the pandemic Holy just shit. smacked us down. Destroyed those dreams. I still um, try to keep up with Naked Attraction. Does anyone out there know what we're talking about besides <laughs> DJ Jester? I don't know. But the show Naked Attraction, it's a naked dating show. It originated in the UK on Channel 4. And uh, it's basically... <laughs> you got six contestants. Six. They're all in a box. They bring out one person. They have to choose who gets cut, and the box goes up, and you just see the lower half. So somebody is getting cut based solely on their genitals. Maybe their knees. You know, yeah. Could be a dick. Could be a vagina. You don't know. Could be both. Yep. And uh, because sometimes there's two in there. It has been. Um, and then it goes up, and they get judged from the neck down, then the face, then the voice. And then the last two, the contestant has to get, or the person picking gets naked. Yeah, and then they talk and, and make the decision. Personally, my favorite part is watching these dudes get cut off and eliminated, and then you have to see them walk off stage with their like sad little flaccid dicks bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's hilarious. It's one of the greatest shows I've ever experienced on television <laughs> yeah. in my life. And, and the whole time you're watching it, like, how the fuck did they put this on TV? Who like, are these people? Wild. No, the shit spread to, to Norway, Denmark, Sweden, oh, Poland. The Poland ones were oh, on YouTube, full oh naked, full, full on. And they were rough. <laughs> Not bad. It's Poland. That no, shit's got to be. Is rough, man. It was like, oh, I was watching it like, this is amazing. And you can tell, like, I don't speak Polish and there wasn't subtitles, but the way they're talking and the way the host is, it's all, <laughs> it's based exactly on the English one. Like, oh, they're Jesus. doing it like, it looks the same. It's crazy. And uh, I think, um, <clears throat> I wonder to myself all the time, like, who are these, who, 
I'm pretty open about things. I don't give a shit like about a lot of things, but like I'm not going on that show. <laughs> no fucking way. Some people just want to be on TV, man. Do anything. The first time on, they're on there, like he's 19 from Sussex. You're like 19, boy. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna follow you I forever. What I think it. Oh man, I I forget what season it was like. Because what are they on nine? It might have been season mm-hmm. eight. And uh, they had this dude. Who, uh, you know, traditionally liked women, but uh, he was thinking may- maybe he's gonna like some dudes. He don't know. Oh man, so I know th- this. They one. had a mix up in there. They uh, had men and women to pick. Yeah, from. and uh, the hostess asked him like, "What he think of this dude's dick?" And he told her like, "You know, I'm just looking at it, wondering if that's the first dick I ever want to suck." And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> this show is crazy," because like. You see this shit, like, yeah, this show's never going to happen in America. But, you know, even with as crazy as the show is, you know, it happened in the UK. It's always, like, positive, right? If it was an American show, you know they'd be asking these people, which one's the worst dick? Yeah, some, yeah, yeah I can see that. And, and spoiler alert, he picked a woman. Yeah. Crazy. No, and, and nine seasons, yes. So I'm not embarrassed to say I've watched nine seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and we I, had a whole plan, oh, man. man. I put that show once on at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I got yelled at. They're like, we can't have dicks on the TV. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That is just so not woke. Mm. <laughs> I thought they were woke out in California, man. You would hey, think you that would they think. would be accepting. Just of be open, everything. man. It's all. It's, everybody's got a body. It's you know doesn't look like pornography. Oh, I don't think it's pornography. It's 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 not titillating. It's science. <laughs> yeah, it is not titillating. Not. I'll tell you. That. I'll tell you this. I've seen some of the best tattoos I've ever seen in my life on that show. Some of these women, you know what I'm looking for? Like, I'm not looking for anything right now anymore, by the way. But if I was, if I was on the market, I'm going to, going to find me one with a big, like wolf on the front of their leg, like a wolf with like a bloody mouth, like, like a rat bleeding dead, hanging out of the mouth, like staring at me on their, the front of their leg. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. On the, She was from Wales or something. <laughs> see, see, see. We didn't have nothing to do for two years, man. Shit, we had to. We caught up nine seasons. <laughs> Took notes. We were ready. We were ready for the whole oh reaction God. show, man. We might. We can maybe work on that. We might maybe Let's knock see. a few out today. Steve, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Steve. Where's the rest of season nine? Oh God. No, yeah, it is yeah. what it is, man. It is a. Uh, that shit is. Signs of the apocalypse, things like this. This is it. It's over. <laughs> Humanity, just forget it, flush it. But uh, no, that was a big loss. And uh, but that was some crazy shit because when you were here last, this was, I mean, that week we were sitting there like, ah, what? What are you talking about? What? Ah, yeah. Ain't nothing happening. This is crazy. And then the like next- that's just over there in China. We're <laughs> oh, gonna come, come here. Why is everybody tripping? Yeah, and then. The next week went to Houston, the kids and everything all went down to Houston and uh, turn on the news and people are talking about it, but we still didn't understand it. And the news I'll never forget because it's Harris County is the main Houston mm-hmm. and Brazoria is some of the surrounding towns. 
and the nonstop on the news, they're saying there's been four cases confirmed in Brazoria County. Now I'm thinking in a Metroplex of 8 million, or six million yeah. 7 million, like what? And four cases of what? So what? And then that was probably March 1st. Cause my last shows March 8th was the last thing I saw in 2020. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I actually went and saw Fat Tony, took him his merch. He had merch delivered over here yeah. at Empire. Then I went and saw like Jane Claire and Vapor Caves at the North Door. And at that show, I talked about it, I think maybe with Protege or Chiquita B. One of them, the two, uh, a friend of mine's husband worked for, I don't know if it was the CDC, but something adjacent to the CDC in mm-hmm. some way. And uh, he started telling, he's like, yeah, man, you're going to see it, man. There's going to be food shortages. This is going to happen. That They're going to have to shut down routes and people aren't going to probably be able to cross state lines, do this. And I was looking at him like, huh? This is America, boy. Who are you? <laughs> Let me watch this music. Anyways, and then, wow, whammo. Yeah, it was, uh, I remember I got home from here. I actually got sick on the flight. Mm. Um, but got home and, yeah, it was like, Things started getting ramped up. Then you had like, <clears throat> I don't know if the NBA had canceled the season yet, but you know, yeah. And I mean, it was the Bay Area, so we already had we had like a cruise ship parked in the port of oh, Oakland, yeah. full of like you know sick people, and everybody's like, "Don't let them off the boat! Don't let them off the boat!" And then I think there was Seattle had a case or a couple. And then we started to see, yeah, the first reports of cases. And I think it was Santa Clara County, which, you know, it's most of like tech industry stuff. And then, yeah, boom, it was just, I think it was March 13th, San Francisco went into lockdown. And then all the surrounding counties, boom, like at one o'clock, I was like, I was at work and I was like, I'm grabbing my shit. I'm going home. And, uh. You know, no idea what was I was going to do for the next few days. Our company didn't know. Um, <clears throat> I dropped off this dude. Then I drove to Target and bought a brand new TV because my TV had just taken a shit. That Sunday night after watching Westworld started f- fucking up and I wasn't going to chance it. Like, I'm not going into a pandemic and not be able to watch shit. And who knows if I'm going to be able to go to a store. So I picked that thing up, went home. And then, uh, yeah, and then it started becoming, oh, shit, like, we need masks. We got to go buy toilet paper. We got to do all this shit. And, uh, you know, that's you know. the funny thing, though, because I, I and I don't know why I remember this, but I do know that I posted on March 6th the empty toilet paper row aisle in, uh, mm-hmm. in H-E-B, and I still didn't totally understand why that, what happened. I'm like, why did everybody, what's going on? What are they talking about? Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew, that was crazy. But then uh, the grocery store became the club <laughs> <laughs> for me. Like, I was in that HEB every single day. Just, just hanging to do out? Something. No, man, getting something. <laughs> getting, how to get, you know, like just to get out. Yeah. Take yeah. a walk, <clears throat> take a long walk around the neighborhood by myself, stop at HEB, have a, minimal human interaction of some <laughs> kind <laughs> come home and shower with bleach <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh <clears throat> excuse me i remember yeah so for two weeks you need yeah. i'm gonna yeah. grab another one of these you need something oh, there's another one of those 
You want that? Yeah. All right, once here. You keep them entertained while I go to the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it would be two weeks into that shit. You'd have to go to the store. You'd have to deal with all the bullshit. But uh, then I was back out at work after like two weeks. I was going to sites. But I was able to find some spots that had the... Uh, Like I found a store in downtown San Francisco where all the businesses were cold, closed, but had stocked the fuck up on toilet paper and nobody Man. was getting it. So I was copping that shit. I had N95 so I could get through work. Um, yeah, I was doing all right. But. Man. You know, and we were like me and my friends were ordering beer online, getting shit from San Diego, from Societe. Um ordering beers through our bar the tornado getting like flat pallets of that shit and uh yeah man just but it was yeah it was like okay how much how long i'm gonna be able to watch fucking netflix for like how long are we gonna be able to do all this shit for like mm-hmm. you know she got tired real quick it got tired real quick and uh <clears throat> it was as you know when i remember the first uh when the masks, you know, they started telling us we need a mask. Nobody had them. Nobody had rubbing alcohol. No one had none of this shit. But somebody told me, oh, there's a company in Dallas. They've got masks. Just go on this website. Mm-hmm. I got maybe 10 of the regular ones, you know, like the blue and white basic ones, and five N95. I may have gotten 10 of each, but I feel like I got five of the N95 and 10 of the others for $50. Oh, shit. That was right in the beginning when they mm-hmm. that was the only option. They came in the mail. I was like, okay, here you go, kids. I got masks and well, like when I was going to construction sites in the beginning, <clears throat> it was me and two other guys from our company, and we would show up. We're the only guys on site wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and back then too, you know, you'd wear your gloves, you'd wear the mask. You're like, I'm not touching shit. You got your hand sanitizer. You're washing your shit all the time, and people were like looking at us like we were crazy. And then that site got its first case. Mm. So I bounced out of there, went and got tested, came up negative, came back to the site. I, well, I drove by the site after getting tested, and they were still open, and they were working. So I called my company. I'm like, I ain't going there. Fuck all that. They got it open like it's like nothing happened. I can't trust those motherfuckers. Send me somewhere else. 14 days later, I'll go back. And then after I went back, now they had uh like an on-site nurse checking temperatures. People were supposed to wear masks, you know. Some guys just got a fucking handkerchief tied around their face, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the second case happens. And now, yeah. And then the people start taking it more serious. But, like, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I fucking dodged that shit for two years. But, yeah, it, it started hitting. After the third time that same site had it, I was like, I ain't going back there, man. Fuck all that. Like, if they ain't going to do it, then I got to do what I got to do. Keep out, keep out for myself and got the fuck on. But yeah, man, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Too crazy. And here we sit 2022. We're back. You're back in Texas for a great weekend. Festivaling. Yeah. Came out here for access oblivion. Oblivion access. Or oblivion access. Yes. You don't know your little ugly main <laughs> records. I tell you. Oh man. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it's 
the first yeah festival that I've that I've gone to pre uh, since the pandemic, um, and it's been cool. You know, it's just happening in a bunch of venues down downtown. So mm-hmm. that that's been cool, and it's cool to be back in Austin seeing folks. I mean, it's really strange, like, because we're back, and I'm like, I'm I'm going out more than ever these days because people are coming into town, and everybody things are happening. Like, we went to the rodeo in Houston, seventy three thousand people. Damn. Went to, you know, we're out six days in a row for South by seeing people from all over the place. Like it's a, that's why I think, you know, I look back at those last two years, like it's almost like a, a, a strange block of time that definitely existed. A lot of things happened in, but <clears throat> that memory is, you know, you, you kind of put, do your best to put the bad memories away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to not linger on those or whatever. And it's like, <clears throat> it's such a strange, strange feeling. And, uh, I'm glad that the first set we could see together was was Lil Flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Flip and his exotic pops and we could have just stayed home and watched the Instagram stream. Yeah. You know, that that would have felt just like being there. Yeah. On stage. The beer is way cheaper and better. <laughs> you know, that'd have been something. But what's up with you next, man? You like I said, you were blogging before I ever did. You had, you know, you told me about all these things. <laughs> you really did. Like I was like, a what? The blog? Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, man, you got to get on. Like, it's easy. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. If you can make a post on a message board. Remember those? No, I miss message you, boards. You can blog. I'm and still like, on the what? screw shop. Really? The screw shop.com still exists. Oh, shit. And I like that because it is like a, a community as opposed to like yeah. every idiot in the world. You know? Yeah, it filters out some of that. Like the randomness. Man, like like Twitter is like I'm not built for like social media because I'm not I'm not I'm not a tough guy. I don't want to get in a big fight or whatever, but I will fight. I will fucking freak out when somebody gets in my face about some shit. I I can't hope. I try my best, and people want to always just <clears throat> say, and, and including me, I'll like <laughs> reply to some shit like "What the fuck?" You know, and but I had this guy on Twitter before, and I have a totally new thing now. So, but there's this guy like anytime I made a comment about anything left or something. Oh, I don't know God. what to say. Like, any, you know, if I said, you know, if it was about Bernie or if it was like, ha ha, Trump, dumbass shit. Mm-hmm. Or even worse, uh, the border, talking about some shit in the, oh, around, yeah. like, you know, saying like, because I'm an open border anarchist. Fuck all y'all. Um, <clears throat> I don't fuck with those imaginary lines. But uh, <laughs> this dude would berate the shit out of me like man do you not understand what's going on and one day i said to him i was like yo why do you follow me just to trip out when i say something you don't Mm -hmm. agree with he's like well you're actually a really good source for southern rap information (laughs) and i like you know the the music i was like bro go buy follow search Not me. That's when you're like, just go get on Reddit, dude. Go do that dumb shit. Dude, Reddit, man. I can't fuck with it. Well, I've had people tell me, oh, just look it up on Reddit. They'll t- there'll be a thing to tell you how to do this or something, you know. And I'm like, okay. So the wor- the problem, my problem is, there's a uh, there's a subreddit called Public Freakout. Oh, <laughs> it's just like crazy. <laughs> and then that's my stupid ass looking at things mm-hmm. like that. 
but there's something weird about Reddit, like that I I've only I don't understand it at all, but I've only sort of realized that this is really like the comments are almost a show in itself. Like, well, the thing I don't like about Reddit is, <clears throat> well, especially when it comes to like something you're trying to find out about is. It's just misinformation from a bunch of randoms. Yep. Now, given, you know, there are all these music reddits, which, hey, if people are just posting, hey, these are the new releases this week. You, yeah, you can follow that kind of shit. But I've looked at, like, car reddit stuff, and it's just like, yo, dude, you're just, you're telling somebody, this is just wrong. Like, but mm-hmm. because any everybody's got a voice. And it's like, yeah, no, nah, shut this fool down. Like, whatever. But no, you see the, um, they, it, it, you, you see something, you're like, wow, what was this from? And then every comment's just like a silly side, what is joke that you're just like, uh, I have no idea what this is. I just looked at. Yeah, it's just like a bad internet trap door. Yeah, you just fall in. And it kind of sums it all up. I mean, I've said it on this podcast before. Like coming from the Pacifica Network and KPFT, like one of their mantras was, "Don't complain about the media. Be the media." Yeah. And it's really bitten us in the ass now because everybody doesn't need to be. (laughs) (laughs) And it comes full circle. First of all, I want to be, I'm very happy that we were able to discuss the new Kendrick Lamar album today because I can put hashtag Kendrick Lamar on this podcast and maybe, you know, who knows? We might just, this this might blow us up before we get the Naked Attraction reaction (laughs) show going. This podcast is probably going to be the one that blows us right up. For sure. It's, It's very in depth. We are uh, given such a unique perspective. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking, man. Like, people out there, they must be, I mean, we may, I mean, this this card can hold 14 hours. Yeah, man, like, we can really go. So, sometimes I listen to this, uh, it's a metal podcast. Um, It's called Terminus. If any of you guys want to check it out. I'm going to follow it. Yeah, their their podcast episodes uh, typically three hours. Yeah, see, and it's like, yo, you guys are just talking about three like new releases, but it just goes on and on. And sometimes I'm just like, fuck, bro. Like, I just wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on the last record, and so I'll, I'll have to skip. Uh, but yeah, sometimes sometimes they talk about shit that I'm interested in, but or put me up on some shit. It's just it's so long, and like I can't. I don't know, man. Like podcast man cap that shit mate an hour maybe yeah you we'll know? see we're hour 10 right now we'll we'll, we'll we'll cut it down in a second but i will say um i don't first of all i don't have shit to do by the way i'm not a busy person i'm not kidding I, and, and anyone out there listening if you're uh, if you're paying a lot of money like i'm really expensive but i would like to get a high paying job one of these days maybe you'll get a lot out of me i promise <laughs> but uh <clears throat> I, as someone who literally is not the busiest man in the world, I cannot listen to a three-hour podcast. It doesn't happen. No. So, like, Joe Rogan, who people love or hate, I don't care. Sometimes he has Freddie Gibbs on there or Willie D. Willie D's my friend. I like him. <laughs> I watched 45 minutes of it. Oh, man. Maybe an hour the most. Like, I didn't go. I can't. What, three hours. And he does it every day. Dude. No, I, I was at work. Um, on a construction site, and there was a dude doing a uh, telecom shit, but he's got his phone playing the Joe Rogan shit uh, on speaker. Mm-hmm. And I've never listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, I know it, of course, but 
I never actually listened to a full episode, and now Serge I be like, I'm woke. I'm woke to the motherfucker. I don't listen to that Joe Rogan. <laughs> I put in Spotify. I, I took it right off my phone. Hell oh, yeah! So. I ain't got no Spotify. I don't shop at Target. I've never been to Costco. <laughs> Fuck all you corporate fucks. Hey, I canceled man. my Amazon. I'm giving Jeff Bezos no goddamn money. What did Costco do? I just don't like the idea of buying shit in bulk. I agree. You're right. You don't need all that shit. Reduce your life. But then sometimes them beers, man, 17 bucks for a 24-pack of Sapporo. That's worth it right there. And the gas. The gas a little cheaper. That being said, I love the fact that you're so woke these days, man. You've really, <laughs> you, you've really brought a, a whole other element to this podcast <clears throat> of just goodness. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I just look at it as, like, I had this conversation. Somebody was like, you don't use Amazon? Where do you buy things? I was like, so they got these things called stores. Yeah. You can get it locally. You could, or order it direct from whoever made that shit. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. For like, me, and, no, and, for yeah. me personally, for me personally, there's literally in the whole history of Amazon, there's been one or two things that I've had to, I've been like, okay, I can't fucking find it and order it. Yeah. Rarely. I don't, you know, I don't get it. Like, I want to go. I mean, there's people who don't like shopping. I don't like shopping for most things. Yeah. But I like to go to the grocery store kind of. I don't know. I want to see what it is. You know, I like to go in and like, you know, I want to support. If you pay a dollar more to support a human being, it's a great deal. And I get there's people who are like, oh, there's no, you know, conscious capitalism or whatever. Well, like, you know what? Yeah, me not having Amazon ain't putting a big dent in that dude's wallet. Mm -mm. But you know what? I don't have to do that. None of us have to do that shit. Like, so fuck it. You know, it's like whatever. It's I don't want to do it. So I don't do that shit. I just, you know, I give money where to the things I want to do. I don't want to have Spotify. I'll go on Bandcamp and I'll buy that shit. Yeah, Bandcamp is fucking me up, man, because too many of my friends are making $35 albums and I've got to get them. <laughs> you know, like, I do like that. And I, I'd be lying. I do have Spotify. And nine times out of ten, if it's not like a podcast, I listen, I'm listen. i listening to old-ass shit. Like, oh, I haven't heard this record in a while. Let's hear it. No, it's, I'm I mean, not following their yeah. algorithms whatsoever. Yeah. I'm not doing none of that. I'm just like, oh. I tried Spotify, and then it was like, they don't have the first MOP album, and they don't have Slime Season on here. Fuck out of here. I can't <laughs> listen to Young Thug and MOP. YouTube. Well, yeah. I, I'd be, they don't have Young Thug? They didn't have all his mixtapes. They had, like, Slime Season 3 or some other shit. I, I was frustrated because hmm. I wanted to hear Wood Wood at the time, and I could not. And that's, like, one of my favorite Slim Thug songs. So I was like, thug. Don't confuse Young Thug and Slim Thug, please. <laughs> Don't do that to Slim. <laughs> I like me some, some Young Thug, man. I know a lot of people who love Young Thug. That's, that's one of those ones I can't even listen to. You're not in the, the, the post-vocal landscape of rap? Not at all. <laughs> no, it's hurt me. I, it, I actually couldn't even listen to music for a while. Like I was just like, to keep it away from me. That's when I really learned about what podcasts are. It's listen to people talk like us. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> so I don't know. 
any other new records? I will say this. Uh, back in the day, I used to know everything that was going on every time, and now I don't feel like I don't know anything. Like you even came to town and told me about Eastern Front Records, which is like a total like death yeah, black man. metal record store out in Lakeway or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear War now, man. They got a record store out here in Austin uh, yeah. that they 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 moved out here, moved the whole operation. And uh, yeah, the store's tight. Um, I don't know. New records. Thurbo Sonido has a record. The Lowrider Cumbias. It's old school, like Lowrider oldies mm-hmm. over Cumbia beats. That and sounds good. They put it out on vinyl and it's tight. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> Waiting oh. on the Rapid Rick. Oh yeah, Rick's gonna do his shit. The new what it do? Um, I don't know. There's well, when it comes to rap, I mean, yeah, uh, Young Jr. Um, oh, the homie Tell of Angels got this record with AJ Swade that is like not really boom bappy but like underground rappy type of stuff that is is dope you know about amel and the sniffers oh yeah they they're on tour right now i think they they were just here here. yeah they were here they pop up on my instagram constantly too and iggy pop plays them a lot on uh his bbc show yeah i've been fucking with them you you like omb bloodbath I honestly, anyone with three letters in their name, I haven't listened to. I'm not uh, kidding. She's from Houston. I know who she or, is. Yeah, yeah. I like her stuff. I like Remble. I don't know Remble. Remble. Um, he was down with Draco, but uh, Remble does like. <clears throat> it's a very like clear style of rapping, and uh, and like it's. Like if I describe it as like he uses a lots of words, it's not like he's not. That's not really the best way to describe it, but it's like <laughs> his style of rapping is that he uses a lot of descriptive words. I like wordy so, raps. So it, it, it's it's more like rather than just being like I will shoot you, it's more like I will pull this trigger and the bullet will pierce you, kind of thing. Um, so kind of like when you listen to grime and they're like, I punch him in the nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My last two records, I think I've purchased that weren't flea market finds was Cahill Elzebar's quartets, a time for healing and this DJ black low album from South Africa. That was on recommendation from DJ dang it at breakaway records and <clears throat> the shit jams. I like, uh, and Adam R. Hatley, local Austin producer, he has, oh, I can't remember, that's a Korean label has been putting out his tapes, a label mm. from Korea, something Sky, uh, Northern Sky, I can't remember, but another Bandcamp thing. Northern Sky. Um, yeah, I've been buying <clears throat> uh, like black metal, basically if it's, if it says Black Gangrene Productions, I buy it. Um, like they put out this luminous transfiction record that's tight. It was a bunch of shit, but for the most part, I'm a hashtag luminous transfiction mm-hmm. blow up. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. Blow up. Kendrick luminous transfix. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll listen back. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, yeah, there's been a bunch of music. Um, one thing that's all, actually probably one of the better things of the podcast, and shout out to Nas, has been his like best of rap 2020, 2021. Um, I've gone through, because I'm not making a list, and I'll listen to his, the things on there that I might have missed. Um, you know, I mean, even back in 2019, he put me up on Shooter Gang Coney. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love me some Shooter Gang. But yeah, it's just been, it was weird because over those two years, like even with so much more time, there's still stuff that we missed out on or filtered through. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go buy this record from 2020 or from 2019, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there's a gang of shit out there. Just cool. There is a gang of shit. That's true. It's out there. Well, man, I'm so glad you're in town. We got to hang again after a long hiatus, fucking around with this pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was. Oh, my God. You know, it's uh, they did all that so you'd forget about canceling student debt. Man. You know, I wish they would have done that back when I had student debt. Well, don't worry. They're not doing it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they got everybody all worked up about this uh, Roe v versus Roe versus Wade. So, you know, fuck it. We're going to take away women's rights. We're going to make you forget about student debt. Going to go to war. You know. <clears throat> fuck COVID. Yeah. Fuck COVID. Rich people going to yeah. get rich. We're not going to get shit. Fucking motherfuckers thought putting Biden and a cop in the White House was going to do a lot. Those fucking assholes don't do shit for nobody. And, you know, when they're going to tell you, oh, I mean, fuck, they're like, you got to vote for people who are pro-reproductive. No, you need to blow up the White House. No, stop, stop. Listen, now, we talked about this. All right, come on. None of this, you know, don't get me that. I mean, canceled, yes. Not uh, thrown in in Guantanamo or something. No. Don't get me. Don't take it that far, Serge. That was Serge. That was not me. He lives in San Francisco. That's fine. Come get me. On a hill. (laughs) You can find him out there. Not me. I'm not blowing nothing up. I'm just saying. But I I understand what you're saying. People want to believe in nonviolence, but I think violence works. Mm. Well, people are tripping on every level, on everything, and it's to the point Mm. where it's like, all right, here's my example. Both my mother and my father... With this, with Russia attacking Ukraine, it sucks. It's horrible. Fuck them. Fuck all this. It's horrible. But they both said reasonably the same thing to me. Like, oh, I can't believe what this world's coming. Oh, this is. Oh, this is crazy. I'm like, y'all were diving under the desk. Alarms were going off in your schools, and you had to like get run for cover and dive under the desk and put your head between your legs because the Russians were coming to get you. Mm-hmm. It's still happening. There's always a boogeyman. You know, right. racist cops, they exist. They've been existing a long time. Things change. Things get worse. Things get better. But it's always just the same fucking narrative and rhetoric of everyone just tripping out, talking shit. Man, that's it. The rich are getting richer, and we're sitting here looking fucking stupid. You know? So go ahead and tweet. Tweet what you want. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Shit's a trip, man. It's a real trip. But I will say I'd rather hear about five or six crazy things than just COVID. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mix it up for me a little, because that 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 I was I was staying at my mom's for a bit, helping her out, and uh, it was nice in a lot of ways. But that news was on all the time, so I knew all the numbers. <laughs> I knew it constantly, <laughs> and it was like, yo, seriously, man, that's a it's a lot. But yeah, uh, a, a real change would be nice. That's what I I see a lot of people talking. We're gonna get real woke now, real political. This all right, mm-hmm. we're, yeah, we we still got. Like twelve and a half hours on yeah, this yeah, card. Yeah, plenty of time. Yeah, so <clears throat> it makes me crazy when the one you know the Republicans are like the Democrats are ruining this, and the Democrats are like the Republicans. It's like y'all suck. Donald Trump was at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. The Clintons were at Donald Trump's third wedding. Oh you yeah, you no. don't just go to somebody's wedding. It's why <laughs> you see selfies, you know, of like Democrats. They all with like, ran around with Epstein. They're all their, they're all friends. Rich people like rich people, hundred percent. And fuck them all. So it's like to say, fuck. <clears throat> it's why, like, when some shit pops off, oh, oh, they're real quick to fucking make a make a judgment on: Are they getting raises for senators? Are they gonna put in protections for protesting to people's homes? Yeah, that should happen real fast, you know. But when it comes to actual shit for yourself, hell no, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they do not give a fuck. And for the record, every podcast I've done here, the kids have come home in the middle. It's fine though; it's good. Ava, come on, Uncle Serge is here. We're doing a podcast. See, <clears throat> people, Life people love them. that. Watching a podcast is even more fun than listening to it. See, that's why I haven't jumped into the video yet because sometimes I'll watch them. But I actually thank Donnie Houston for getting his stuff on um, SoundCloud again because I can't sit there and watch a YouTube forever, oh, man. Like, yeah. I'd rather, if I'm cooking, I probably have a podcast in my headphones. You know what I mean? That's an hour, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe if I'm alone in the car and I'm just, I might listen to it there. Like, it's good for driving. Yeah. I'll fuck with it for that. But, like, you know, I've watched. I mean, whatever. With the pandemic, I started watching Twitch a lot more. Mm-hmm. More of my friends were DJing on there. And, you know, there's... I've seen really good DJs do horrible streams because there's no interaction. They just kind of, like, like treat it like a regular mm-hmm. DJ set. But it's like, hey, everybody's just watching you. I'm sorry, but you got to do more. And, you know, I get it. Some DJs, like, you're in a club. You don't want people to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's Twitch. It's really, it's not just you're DJing. You're, do, it's, you're doing a show. Mm-hmm. So you got to do something. And some people have been able to do that really well. And, you know, there's whatever aspects of it. But, man, I've, I've seen that shit. Or, like, even, yeah, seeing a podcast on there. And sometimes you're just like, what the fuck is going on? But, mm-hmm. you know, Twitch has been cool. It's, uh, there's been some funny shit on there. And, uh, but now that we're coming out of it, them Twitch numbers starting to go down. I you mean, don't see them streams as much on Fridays and Saturday nights no more. Oh, not on Friday and Saturday. No, but we, it's Sunday afternoon. We were just watching Scratch Badger with 760 other people. Yeah, yeah. Which was great. And I think he's my favorite that I've seen on Twitch. And of course, Four Color Zach. Kills it. My boy, boy, Wally Sparks is on there. Yeah, I like you know, Wally's on. The, he like does that Dirty South Tuesdays. Yep. Yeah, and he'll, he'll play some jams. He goes in. He's one of those DJs that, yeah. that knows. 
mm-hmm. Chattanooga. You know, right out. He's he's got the whole South in the bag. It's really good. What else? I don't know, man. Like, <clears throat> I just uh, at first I have to say when the Instagram lives were really happening, yeah. I did a few, and when uh, it started turning into everyone playing in their living room. Yeah. And you'd watch it and you could donate or something. Mm. I was like, okay, we got to support this because this is what we have. But then I went for a moment. I was like, yo, I don't want to see any of this. I can't watch yeah. it. I don't want this to be what the world is. I don't want this to be what our what it's going to be now. I don't want to watch a concert from someone's living room right now. I want this. To, this, to, this. We have to get back. You know, it drove, it freaked me out so much. And then I started getting a little more. It got more interesting. Yeah. People got- well, I think, too, like, um, you know, as people started to get away from Instagram Live, mm-hmm. because Instagram Live, so many times it was just, like, shitty sound coming off the fucking phone, mm-hmm. and people started going and realizing, like, okay, this is, I got to figure something out, because this is it's a more permanent than we thought. So sound production started getting better. Mm-hmm. People started, like, oh, I need a better camera. I need this. I need that. And, uh. And it improved because, yeah, like nobody wants to watch like somebody's sweaty ass phone that they didn't even wipe down and started streaming out of like whatever space and mm-hmm. shitty lighting, all that shit. Yeah. When I um, <clears throat> DJ Sons was the first DJ I was really kind of paying attention to doing this, but it was because the chat room was all Houston people. Yeah. So I knew half of them and we were locked in our places. So that was kind mm-hmm. of like. It was like every night at nine for a minute. And that's kind of, I think, part of the catalyst of what made me stop. Because I was like, God damn, boy, stop. <laughs> Sitting there watching. I mean, I love DJ Son. I'm a fan. Like, he's mm-hmm. the shit. But um, it's like, well, you, you you know, <clears throat> you can't just sit here staring at this all night. Cha, 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 cha. But we did it. And yeah, we, we didn't have shit else to do. Right. And now, so what I think is like, what needs to come out of this is. Like, say if I did another tour with, like, Devin or somebody, I want every one of those shows to be available for five bucks to, and you know, like, if he's your favorite artist in the world and he goes on tour in these exotic places and for a subscription to his channel or something, you can watch every night's shows or five bucks a show or something like that, and that adds 500 bucks to the mix or something, and it also... Talking about teenage me earlier, man, I I'll say this. One of my favorite apps is TuneIn because oh, the yeah, radio yeah. stations around the world. And when we first got cable, I was like seven years old, maybe eight, somewhere in that neighborhood. And I said to my mother, I remember this very vividly. I was like, man, I wish they had cable radio. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what they're playing in other countries and other places. You know what I mean? So if I was a kid and had access to that shit back then, like all this international and, or like my, you know, kiss playing in Brazil, <laughs> that would have been being watched. Well, did you, you know, ever or, do any of those, uh, the band camp concerts? I actually did watch Cahill yeah. Elzabar. Cause I watched, and this was like 2020. I ended up watching, uh, Bobby. What's his name? Bobby. Ozora or whatever that, he does like uh, oldie style shit out of Helsinki, but um, yeah, they did a show. Um, he's on Big Crown. A lot of his stuff comes out on there, but 
yeah, he he did a show on there. Out of they were filmed it in a studio in out there and just streamed it on Bandcamp. And yeah, that was cool. Five bucks. You watch it from anywhere in the world. Well, it was you know um, one of the reasons I started watching it again. It's as messed up was on LinkedIn. There was an app called Sessions Live, and I had never heard of it. But somebody from Sessions Live was like, "Yo." <clears throat> I think it'd be perfect to work with you on doing some bookings from your background and some of the artists you work with and this and that. I'd love to like talk to you about hiring you and bringing you in. And I was like, Oh shit. If I can put my people on, get them some money in this pandemic and get a job and make it cool. Like put some cool shit on here. Oh man. Yes. And they talked to me a few times. I went through the process with a couple mm-hmm. different people ghosted me completely. Completely just ghosted me, 100% ghosted. And they didn't book shit that was even halfway watchable. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Like, I, like the worst of the worst. And um, But then there's another company. It wasn't Bandcamp, but there was another one that was doing this stuff big. And they even, they called me. And I was like, this is out of the blue, too. This is, I was at my mom's. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to do, you know. And both of them just kind of, like, disappeared. Oh, shit. It was the strangest thing, but... It is what it is. But I do want to see that sort of convergence happen now where, like, the world is your oyster. You can open up and watch all these things. No, it was – well, that's even a thing just, like, with, you know, whatever Twitch has become, like, the go-to DJ platform. But there was, you know, Mixcloud mm-hmm. was sitting there ready. But it the streaming aspect – wasn't as easy to set up as it was for Twitch because Twitch already had that shit with gaming. Mm-hmm. And Twitch already had this embedded streaming or chat culture. And and ultimately, I think one of Twitch's best things is the concept of raids where you could just take your whole audience. You want to get off? Fine. Dump them on somebody else. That's dope. You know, so that that part was really cool. But, you know, I mean, fuck, there's... There's, I think, other apps that could have. I mean, Fox, Skype could have done so much more, and Zoom took over. But you know, what are you gonna do? But it, it, yeah, I'd be curious to see like moving forward how things go because you know, yeah, as an artist, where you could make a little bit of money and perform from your own house, you don't have to go nowhere, you don't, you don't have to leave your family or do whatever. That you could do some shit and be expose it to people, like, you know, that could be cool. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see like how that plays out as you know people start to go out more places, open up later, that whole shit. Were you super pumped when Marshmallow played on Fortnite? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Who's Marshmallow? I just thought some bad DJ that has a marshmallow oh, head. <laughs> Is that like Daft Punk? Not as good. Not as good as Daft Punk. Take that however you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that however you want, oh, Serge. But no, yeah, dude, it's crazy. But all right, we're at that. Uh, we're halfway to Rogan now. We're an hour and a oh, half. Oh, shit. Mm. Are you still with us, people? Are you still there? Are you sitting here around the table oh with me God. and Serge? We haven't even told them about the aliens and the fucking Bohemian Grove. Oh, shit. We should get into that. Dude, and you got to smoke that DMT. Mike Tyson. <laughs> we're going to go smoke some DMT with Mike Tyson, and then uh, we're going to really break down. 
I actually do love Mike Tyson's podcast generally. When I do, if it's a guest I, that I like, it's always. I've never listened to the podcast, but <laughs> I do like the Mike Tyson mystery show. Oh, come on. Where's that? Oh, man. That's the old school? That's that cartoon that he did. Long time ago. Uh, uh, like a couple of years ago. Oh, I don't know. It was on Adult Swim. Uh, Mike Tyson solves mysteries. I remember that. With, yes, uh, I do know. Okay, yeah, Norm okay, MacDonald yeah. has uh, been cursed to become a pigeon. That's right. He drinks yeah, too yeah. much and wants to jerk off all the time. <laughs> I love Adult Swim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Mike Tyson's podcast is real good, man. Yeah, shit. He goes in, and he's just funny. Like, he's funny. Everybody's guy. really happy to talk to him. You nice. know, it's real good. But he does talk a lot about smoking DMT and licking toads, and oh, for real, shit. for real, he's he's woke, he's enlightened. I bet. <laughs> Lick enough toads, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you gonna find something. Yeah, his shit's good though. <clears throat> just like this one, it's, it's good. Just like you know, podcasts like this where a couple guys, you know, sit down. Hope you all feel like you're right here at the table with us. Maybe you have a beer. I don't know. It is. It's a, it's required to, to drink. Yeah. We should be smoking too. <laughs> like we should have our Instagram live on while we're smoking. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, I'm out here. I'm in my car driving with the with the phone <laughs> in my face, smoking a blunt, staring with my knee. Oh my god! Uh huh. I saw one of those, and like the the dude's gun went off in the car. Mm. <laughs> it's like wow. No, nah, it's real Idiots. fucked up, man. These kids, like, I I've had this discussion with my kids about like when we were younger, say. Uh, something happened with a girl or that, and it was a big rumor or somebody got beat up, you know, in a fight, you heard about it. Now there's video of everything. Mm-hmm. And these kids, man, I don't, I want to, I mean, you know, I don't know what to say about this Buffalo shit. It's just crazy. Oh it's yeah. Fucked up. Jesus. And it's disgusting. And this motherfucker, I have my, what needs to happen to this dude is what happened to the guy in Cleveland that had the girls in the basement. They got he got arrested, went to jail. They actually put him in the jail. He was dead the next day. Mm-hmm. Done. Fuck this kid. Get him out of yeah. here. Horrifying. But and he live streamed it. Yeah. But no, like this is wild. You go on, you know, Reddit, and they're showing like, you know, like Chicago kids who are like, yeah, I'm right here. And the fuck this mm-hmm. motherfucker. And this is everywhere, not just Chicago. And then they're like, oh. He's on this corner. Yeah. Let's go kill him. And people get killed while they're live streaming on their phones. There's a lot more. It's, this, whole, this whole world, man, this whole shit is so insane to me, man. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't want to even get into it too much because it, it drives me crazy. But to think about, like, this whole world of looking at each other on the phones and looking at each other, listening to people talk like us. Thank you for that. And, and our, our Patreon is, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have a Patreon yet. I'm about, I just got yeah. that, that scissor coming. You're going to get rich. that Patreon. You're going to get that OnlyFans. Oh, man. I'm gonna, I got to take a few pounds off before I get on that oh, OnlyFans, man. I don't want them to be looking at all this. <laughs> they don't need to see all this. This glory. Them pandemic pounds. They got me. <laughs> they got me. Shit. But yeah, no, that shit. Oh, man. The whole thing drives me uh, insane. And, and during the pandemic, when we were up in Erie, first of all, we talk about rap. The, the rap I like is the Buffalo rap, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Conway the Machine, especially. Yeah. I love Benny. I love 
West Side Gun. I really like, you know, Matt Conway. And the, the whole Griselda thing is pretty cool, but I fucking love Conway the Machine. <laughs> and, like, Buffalo, in a sense, Buffalo and a lot of those Rust Belt cities are coming up. Like, they hit bottom bad. Mm-hmm. And Detroit and all that. There, there's cool things happening art-wise, real human beings being able to afford a place to live and, and do things. It's made uh, some cities a lot more interesting. And Buffalo is dope. The people are cool. The food, psh, the food, uh, I mean, not just the wings. The wings, you can't, just like you go to San Antonio or certain places, you can't get a bad tortilla or something. You can't mm-hmm. get bad. Like San Antonio, will, they won't allow you to stay in business if the tortillas aren't right. Here, yeah. but uh, <clears throat> up there, the wings, like we, I've done the, the tours, like going to all the little spots. But Italian food, all kinds of shit up there. It's just nuts, like a different level the mm-hmm. art, you know, there's music. There's all kinds of, it's cool. It's beautiful too. It's very green. There's Niagara Falls. Like it's an amazing sort of place. And so thinking about like, like no place is immune to this shit. Oh, no. No place oh, is. That shit can happen anywhere, man. And it trips me out. Like it's, uh, like I, I, I mean, there's, what can we say really except for, this motherfucker needs to get thrown in a general population. Yeah. Like today, go throw him in. Fuck him. What are you going to learn from him? Nothing. He's a nut. He's another one of these nuts out here. You know, free speech is important. We want free speech, but you know, if you're posting white supremacist manifestos, go get him, get him. That's not free speech. That's threatening people. You know, yeah, like, yeah. get the, this is, it's the, the, there's no, uh, no yeah. justice. No, no explaining this shit. Except uh, we live in a fucked up place. But where are we going to go? What are you thinking? What's your move? Are you going to stay in San Francisco your whole life? Or what are you going to do? Man, I've thought of that. I thought about going to Mexico. Really, the only, the, probably the biggest thing keeping me in America is access to rap music. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, we got everybody got the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, man... You know, Mexico, yeah, it's got its problems, but man, it's got its problems it's right like anywhere. There. But it's pretty yeah. chill too, man. There's a lot of good things about it, and like, I'm sorry, as uh, and I might see federales down there holding some big ass guns, but I don't see as many cops as I would see in America. Oh, it's totally different yeah. down there, man. It's not like that, man. I tell people all the time. People would be like, "Oh, Mexico, fuck this, close the border." I'm like, "Bitch, you live in Houston. <laughs> Houston, you talking about danger?" Yeah. Oh, it's dangerous in Mexico? Yeah. No. Compared to what? The Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little more dangerous than uh, France. I don't know. Here, shit. No, I was in, I went last year for, had like two solid weeks just like, this is humanity. In the cool, in the parts that aren't super touristy and where where the human beings are really living, like my friend was saying, you know, you walk by like someone, you know, a, a little tortilla stand on the street or a taco stand on the street or whatever kind of stand on the street, a cobbler, Yeah. you know, and my boy was like, and I didn't really think about it like this, but he was like, you know, the barrier to entry here is a lot lower than it is in the U.S., mm-hmm. man, start a little business right here. These, yeah. This guy might have been here for 20 years. Dude, anybody can pop something off. Yeah. Man, and it was like, I was there. Shit, this is like 2018, and the day I get there, there's a fucking earthquake. Mm. And um, 
the hotel I'm staying at, I couldn't check in. Everybody's out on the streets, you know, but the like the hotel just started setting up their kitchen just started making food for everybody on the street. Just like mm-hmm. here, here, have some water, have this. Like, you know, you might not even be a guest, but they're helping everybody out. And it's, you know, that was just, you know, because they, they've been through that shit enough times down there. And I was there in like a February. And I think the year before in that September, they had a larger earthquake and some buildings collapsed. Fortunately, this time, nothing really happened, but people were still shook and just, you just saw it of like people on the street being like, you know, where, you know, America, everybody's kind of on that out for themselves kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And it gets fucking tired. It's real tired. All oh. it takes is a little bit of traveling to see, man. We are not in the uh, the Mecca that uh, you think you are. You're yeah. not in. This is not the be all end all, man. Like there's other places. And I'm definitely looking forward to moving around a little bit soon. Yeah, man, it's uh, I haven't traveled out of the country in a couple of years. And uh, I, you know, with the pandemic, it took a little longer to renew my passport. But I got that shit. And like, I'm I'm ready to get on a plane, and go somewhere. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Yeah, they another thing when in the media, they're talking about how, oh, God, the passports are so backed up. They're so backed up. Ava, my daughter got hers and it wasn't three weeks. Mm-hmm. We got, we got into the post office, did the whole thing like I know it might be a while. Oh, it's gonna this and that. It it was not three weeks. It was dope. Mm-hmm. Everyone get a passport. That's what I tell my friends. That's what I tell everybody in the music that don't have them. That's the most valuable thing you can put in your pocket right there. That key to the world. And go somewhere. Yeah, go somewhere. Shit, what's wrong with you sitting around listening to two dudes <laughs> <laughs> talking about Kendrick Lamar and shit? You know, the funny thing is, uh, I, I guarantee you, if we went and we really wanted to find it, we could find 10 three-hour podcasts about the new Kendrick. Oh, Cowboy. 100%. They're out there. I'm sure there's, and it's one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a guess. <laughs> He's 100% bet. Oh, please stop it, everyone. Stop. Stop. Make this the only podcast. How about that? This yeah. could be the only podcast. I think it's all you need. Give me all that Spotify money. I won't do. I mean, after this one, I'm not saying any more cancelable <laughs> shit. This is the last one where we're going to say anything cancelable. We got to get it all out now. Surge is here. It's a special day. You know, we know what you came here for. <laughs> we know what y'all came here for when you saw that picture. You saw me and Surge. <laughs> you know, I don't want the woke mob coming down our, you know. <laughs> You want to know the funniest thing that because I don't I'm kind of oblivious to a lot of things, as you know, Mm. Um, I said to a guy kind of like extended family up in in Pennsylvania in in the psalm. And it was around last year's um, like the Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. And I'm in Pennsylvania thinking bros probably watch hockey. I don't know. And I didn't have any other opening statement. I wasn't. I was like, you watching the Stanley Cup? He's like, no, I don't watch fucking sports anymore. That woke fucking bullshit. I'm not trying to see any of that. Oh, I swear to God. I was like, the hockey, the woke hockey players are. You know, I haven't heard about that. I didn't know that the hockey players were were a bunch of lefties. I mean, they're Canadian. They have 
two black guys in the NHL now? Maybe. I don't even know. I mean, I know PK Subban. I don't know everybody's names. But that's also like when people are like, oh, man, Formula One. They got the the we are one or whatever. But you're like, um, you know, the Saudis are owning half of this shit and still murdering journalists and fucking, you know, you start looking at a lot of these companies that run Formula One. You're like, well, yeah, just because it don't say marble on it doesn't mean it's still not tobacco companies running this shit. Like they're still heavily invested. It's everything is gonna bad. stay rich. Everything yep. is bad. That's not that's the point of this podcast. So before y'all start writing letters into the to Spotify to tell them get us off there. <laughs> you start canceling your yeah. Spotify. Good luck writing a letter to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Find their address. You tell me. <laughs> See when they get you your check. All of a sudden that talk so real is banned. <laughs> But that might blow me up. I'm beginning on Gitter. <laughs> <laughs> Find me on Gitter. Mm-hmm. And what's the truth? What What's the Republican uh, music streaming format? They don't listen to music. <laughs> they don't know shit. They're out there just trying to kill each other. Kill just, us all. just tuning in they to the CMAs. They're hoarding the toilet paper oh, and killing God. us all. That's it. The CMA. Dude. It's the Evanescence uh, CD collection. <laughs> That's the, they're, they're still on CDs on that Antebellum side. and the whatever. <laughs> oh my God. This is the Antebellum Podcast <laughs> Network. <laughs> yeah. Good Coming job. Coming to you straight from the big white house. Big white house. That's mm-hmm. it. With the, <laughs> with the portal to hell floating <laughs> yeah. above it or something. Did you see that today? No. Oh my God. Somebody at the Trump thing in Austin yesterday, oh, one of Jesus. those dudes made a speech saying that that because the Biden, there's a, a portal to hell floating above the White House. I feel That's like a, this is a person who's just watched like Ghostbusters one few <laughs> t- times and things like only Zool is here now. Look, I've known that there was a portal to hell above the White House for a long time. Now, it ain't just Joe Biden, all right? It's mm. been there. It's been there a long time, man. It's been there since, oh my God. since George Washington had wooden teeth. <laughs> It's been there for real. That's the original key. Yep. Get fuck everybody. That's that's a good note. (laughs) Fuck all y'all, man. For real. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Y'all don't come at us with that shit. Neil Young, I'm going to get you back on Spotify. (laughs) No, I don't know. Everything's so crazy. Everything's amazing. Uh, It's amazing to have you here. Always. It's just great to hang out. I think we're probably the funniest comedy podcast on <laughs> on the whole Bad. internet right now. That's gonna be the next move. We're gonna yeah. be comedy, comedy man. We can be. We're a gonna duo. have a stage show. I'm think I can see. All right, we can do it at the nutty at the uh, Round Rock Amp. <laughs> they got the screens already. We pop up naked attraction on both screens. <laughs> couple chairs, some beers. We're not paying for the beers, Round Rock Amp. We're the talent. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have those there for us, and uh, we're gonna. Uh, we're going to just discuss every night's another like three, four episodes. We'll go through Yeah, two, let's say four episodes. It'll be a good two hours, a little intermission in the middle. It's seated. People can just really come chill <laughs> for an intimate evening at the round rock amp. <laughs> intimate evening at the round rock amp with the Matt and Surge, Surgeon Matt, whatever you want. You, you can go first. Surgeon right. Matt, uh, naked attraction reaction show. And then we can also get reactions from the crowd. Oh, <laughs> Mom, no, don't come anymore. <laughs> don't come to this. 
You, you, we know you hate negative attraction. Don't come if you hate it, all right? I, I feel like that, um, you know, well, you have your regular audience, but then we should definitely have like a youth night. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get the perspective of, mm. of, of the young. All right, man. I'm going I'm to say 18 and up, man. That's it. <laughs> I ain't, I'm not going for all that. They got to be over 18, man, to see all that dickage. <laughs> See all those dicks? You got to be over 18. I'm sorry. Uh, you don't need all that. This is science. It's just like sex ed. It is Just science. sign the permission slip. Yeah, well, we will have waivers <laughs> at the door. That's, that's for sure. It might cause seizures. <laughs> it, it, it's those lights, the colored lights. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Put a dick on a strobe. <laughs> they... How much do you love it when they make them do little dances? <laughs> or in the they do the helicopter thing. <laughs> the new season, though, they, they give them like, here's a garbage bag. Make a mini skirt. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? It's like Project Runway. It is the greatest television show ever in the history of TV. And it better never get canceled. And I need to see the rest of season nine. This never needs to stop. And they need to start subtitling all the foreign ones. <laughs> So we can really know what's going on. I can only imagine so much. And it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination. That's the problem. No, no. So I need to know what's, what's being said. Especially in Poland. <laughs> that Polish one. It's crazy. And you're not supposed to have nudity on YouTube. But they found a way. That's that Polish YouTube. <laughs> Polish YouTube ain't tripping. It's you know, different. We talk about all the freedoms here in America. <laughs> you know, them poles are free to let it swing <laughs> right on the TV, right there. The UK, look oh how open-minded those UK people are. They got mm-hmm. naked attraction in the night. Oh, my God. And we got nothing. Nothing? What is it? It's Sally, Jesse, Raphael. <laughs> what do we watch? I don't oh, even know what's dude. on TV anymore. Oh my god! Yeah, they don't show. I don't even know why I just thought of her in the contest. Oh, we got a Tucker Carlson, Anderson Cooper. That's it. Ain't got no freedoms. We ain't got no freedoms, (laughs) man. I don't even know those dudes. Holy shit! Who else? Nothing else. You gotta get you that. uh, Get you that IPTV. I'm waiting for Naked Attraction Brazil. That's what I'm talking about. Oh my god! Now, what what you get is married at first sight, Brazil. All the married. No, I'm not saying watch this shit. I'm just is saying it? that's what they're giving us instead. Can we? Oh, dude! Can I watch? <laughs> you can. It's horrendous. I mean, I've tortured myself with 90 Day Fiance a couple times. Have you? Uh, I'm yes. trying to forget it. You have. You have. Um, I have seen. <laughs> Married at First Sight Australia. Ugh. They show it five nights a week in Australia. I had a friend who was on Big Brother one season, and that was on like three times a week. And oh I had to watch God. it because I was like, oh, she's on it. I mean, I'm going to watch this. And it was the worst season it's, of television. There ain't no life. reason to have that much TV. No. None. Kind of like two, three-hour podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? I don't know. No. You know who's still listening? I'd like to give a shout-out to Richard Henry. <laughs> Right now, Richard, thank you for always tuning in and sticking with us through the whole show. You're going to be a guest one of these days. 
I just need you to ride your bike. Over here. <laughs> we can sit down. I did tell Richard he's on. If he's when he's ready to do it, we're doing it. Boom, that's it. I mean, because if you were on the holler board, you have an open invitation. Yeah. Anybody. You gotta start hollering at them. Uh at all them hollerboard connects. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You gonna get Oofy? Oh, you know, I actually already banned Oofy from all oh, pl- all my platforms a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time. I made Radio Clit and Diplo turn that song off on Damage Control. I was like, we we can't, you can't play that on here. They both played that that oh, Oofy. Shit. Uffy. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh amazing yeah um i am coming out with a whole um, ed banger series <laughs> i don't know if you're ready for that and they're gonna speak french i'm gonna speak english that's gonna be it's gonna be some it's gonna be some revolutionary shit yeah it's big you're at the round rock amp. Shit. <laughs> we're gonna be at the round rock amp live yeah. you, that, you can take that on tour i'm thinking Quebec City. <laughs> Go anywhere. <laughs> Lyon. Holy we can go shit. to Lyon, Montpellier. Oh, you being the Ivory Coast, man. Exactly. There you go. They're waiting for us. <laughs> <laughs> They're waiting for the, us down there. This is a big audience. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I don't know if we've we've gotten we've done we've said enough to get canceled yet. I'm trying. We're working on it. You think? I mean, there's definitely other things. There's some things we could talk about and just really go all the way. Holy over. shit! Thinking of very specific people who will have something to say about this, all this naked attraction talk. Well, the sad yeah. thing is, not enough people know about it yet. We're trying to get it out there to the people. Let you know, feel good about yourself. Watch Naked Attraction. <laughs> you're gonna feel better about yourself. I'm telling you, you're gonna be like, well, you know, eh. Maybe I could take my shirt off at the the pool. Maybe not. Oh, man, some of those people, yeah, you, you'll feel a lot better about yourself. You know what I've been getting on Instagram ads? You know how to make a chubby guy look better? <laughs> these t-shirts. I don't even know what they oh are. Oh, my God. But I keep getting these ads for certain t-shirts that'll make you look better. Yeah. I've seen that. They're How like, do they know me they're so like, well? Oh, we're gonna make your arms look buffer, but your belly look thinner. It's like, uh, oh god, like those keeps things and the fucking hymns shit. Oh, it's like no, you're my- losing your hair. Is your dick getting smaller? Get hymns or keeps or whatever. Well, I still got my hair. Yeah, I feel like those. They just should be. Do you wear all birds? No Buy keeps or hymns. What's an all bird? Allbirds, mm-hmm. um, there are these really horrible shoes that are <laughs> popular with the tech industry bros. <sighs> so I saw a meme that had the best description of Allbirds, and it called them Salesforce Ones. Oh, Lord. Don't be racist against the sales team now. Come on. <laughs> Let them oh, be. Man. Let them wear what they wear. Dude, yeah. I'll be at that, that New Balance outlet. You know when guys get like those... They look like the wingtip shoes, but they got like the the like athletic shoe sole. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah those are those are like uh, keeps formal wear. Are they like four hundred dollars more? I don't fucking know. Don't they know. look horrendous. It's definitely a what are those? 
I'm at the age where it's all about comfort. I want it to be really fluffy. That shoe, whatever that shoe is, got to have some fluff to it. You know what I mean? I can see you've got the little gel thing in your bottom of your heel thing there. There's something going on. There's some technology in those shoes. <laughs> yeah, those are just Air Maxes. Simple. Ah, I don't know the difference. Is that Jordan? Like Michael Jordan no. shoes? No, I never had no. Jordans. But those are the Bugs Bunnies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the Bugs Bunnies are. Didn't Bugs Bunny have a, a Nike? Probably something. I don't know. I'm not a sneakerhead. I'm like, what's in this this discount bin? <laughs> what y'all got? Ten bucks? Yes, exactly. I'm it's like uh, these into the my dad used to like go to. Oh, what was it? it was called Last Chance, and you just go. <laughs> that dig sounds in. like exactly the store I would be. I want to shop. In. You dig through the bin, and you the you know you got to just find the matching size and pair, and you got some shoes, and he was like, "No, this place is great. It's ten dollars, some brand new shoes." I'm feeling that. Uh, I'm feeling that all the way. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Well, we've covered everything. Last chance, naked attraction, Kendrick, uh, all the new great rap and black metal, uh, wokeness, the Trump rally, Houston rap. Oh, we didn't even talk about Ted Nugent. <gasps> no, did you read the quote? No. <laughs> well, I. All right. So first of all, he did an extended version of the Star Spangled Banner on his guitar. <laughs> And then he t- I've seen Ted Nugent in concert as a, as a youth as well, by the way. And uh, and I don't turn off Stranglehold when it comes on the radio, okay? <laughs> but And how often does it come on the radio? It's written now and again. You, you might listen to it. Uh, he said, I'm all for keeping Austin weird, but when did they keep start keeping Austin stupid? Oh. I've been saying that for years, Ted. <laughs> I said that way before you, Nuge. Just so you know, when did they start keeping Austin stupid? I'll tell you about a long time ago. Anyways, he, uh, then I see a meme that says, and this is, she said this in 2004. Courtney Love said that she gave him oral sex at age 12 or 14. Mm. That was on the thing, and I never heard that, and so I had to go read the Blabbermouth oh, article shit. about it. And was like, God damn, Ted. But it's all these motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Talking all this shit. Open the closet door, bitch. Dude, it's... No, I me. mean, I'm not surprised from Ted and fucking Nugent, Jesus Christ. No, fuck Ted Nugent. Oh, God. I mean, I don't care how jamming you that are. That guy looks like a possum wearing camo. He is. Yeah. That's about Dude. right. That's gross. Psychopaths, yeah. You know... Ted Nugent and Donald Trump probably got about the same amount of people as Lil Flip and <laughs> the Houston Throwdown. <laughs> probably. I bet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't see that being, I bet it wasn't that big. I don't know. They didn't shut the city down like they were saying. No, it no. Been. Yeah. The guy was waiting for the freedom, the yeah. freedom train to come through. And, mm-hmm. nah, there was none of that. No. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, Ted Nugent. I've seen Ted Nugent. I saw him open for Aerosmith. Again, I was in maybe seventh grade. And then I saw him in Houston with my dad. And I was, that was, it was 82 maybe, probably maybe 10 or something. I don't know which came first. But I mean, you know, the hits are the hits. (laughs) 
Cat's Cradle. <laughs> I mean, you know, don't look into his lyrics too much. <laughs> just don't. You know, just try to enjoy the Merzik. <laughs> <laughs> the Amerzik. <laughs> the Merzik. That Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Damn, I'm so bad. All the hashtags. We're going to blow up, man. We, we covered everything. Ted Nugent. Did you ever see Ted Nugent? No. I mean, I, I've, I've never. You know Ted Nugent played the fucking Scoot Inn? What? Not that long ago. Oh, my God. I, it had to have been pre-pandemic or something. I don't know, but it was um because the Scoot Inn is a clear channel venue, Live Nation. You oh, know? it is? Yeah, it is now. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Last time I went, they wanted me everything. I was oh, like, damn. Jesus. They ain't smoking out the back like that. Mm-hmm. It's like nice. But uh, no, Ted Nugent played uh, the Scoot Inn. Mm-hmm. What the hell? I don't know. Yeah, like when I think of everything I've seen there, it's like, you know, saw Trash Talk, Danny Brown, fucking Dizzy LP. Yeah, got fucking Willie D. Approach. Willie D. Yes, that's right. Willie D. Scarface Beatbox Forum. Mia X was there. Yeah, how did I shit. forget that? Damn, that, that that shit was good. That was a Willie D show and, that Scarface uh, came out on. Yeah, and then the, it was a Thrasher party, and these skaters had a, uh, you know, they had white tees on, and in Sharpie had written bald head hose. And at one point, they end up on the stage. There's two of them, this dude and this girl. They get on stage because Face pulls them up, but Willie D doesn't see Face pull them onto stage, and Willie D gets mad. <laughs> And starts going on this whole thing of like, why are these white people always trying to be on the stage? I'm the artist. I'm on the stage. These kids, they want to get on the stage. And Face is like, stop, stop, stop. Look, read their shirts. Read their shirts. And finally he sees that their shirts say ball head hoes. And he starts laughing because he didn't want to do that song. So then he did the song. And it was great. That's amazing. Yeah, that was. South by Memories. Yeah, Willie yeah. D. Do you ever listen to the Ghetto Boys podcast? No, it's real good. <laughs> it's real good. It's every week on Monday. It comes out on audio, and then they do like everybody clips on YouTube, and then it, mm-hmm. at some point they might put the whole thing out. Which I hate all the clips. I need to see the thing. But they've had Mia X on there, killing yeah, it. Sure. it was amazing. They've had uh, Freddie Gibbs on there. They've had lots of like activists and people who do real things yeah like it's a really good show and they're gonna have to get us on there oh man <laughs> you think <laughs> just wait till we see the numbers on this one yeah i mean when they see the numbers on this one they'll probably be like they'll probably bring the studio they'll probably want to get on our show they may just want to get on our show it's true <laughs> at, the, at the round rock amp thank you for coming to our naked attraction <laughs> Our negative attraction reaction show special guest Willie D and Scarface. Now just watch the screen. <laughs> Come on in, fellas. <laughs> Start. And, and what do you think of those? <laughs> oh, <laughs> those balls. He was gonna say balls. Yes. yes. Hey, talk about that. Yeah, sometimes I got to lift up the front piece so you can see all the balls. <laughs> I, what I love about this is 90% of the people who are listening to this, nine people, um, have never don't never seen anything about Naked Attraction. But after this, they're going to want to. Google it. Naked Attraction. Channel 4, UK. 
So you get the right one. Start with season <laughs> one. Go right in. And uh, the last couple recently, I feel like it's only recently that I've seen people after their date, like it, they're still seeing each other. Yeah. Almost none of them work out. I don't know why. <laughs> You'd think it'd be a good way to meet somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Judging them based solely off their junk. <laughs> Hey man, sometimes they they can't they don't have broad enough shoulders things like this too. They they'll say it. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't like his his shoulders. I didn't like the way he moved his when he turned around to show me his bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or when they're all when they're the opposite. Like she is so she is so gorgeous, just amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. But like she has a. Bleeding wolf on her <laughs> neck, <laughs> and she's gonna kill you tonight. Those pentagrams, those they're real. Those mean something. If you're ready, if you're down for a sacrifice, give it a whirl. Fuck mm, it. Yeah, dude. You know, everybody likes a goth girl. Then you know right from the start. There's no. no That's surprises. why they goth thick. Shit. Mm-hmm. Thick. The two C's <laughs> out in California. Yeah. Crypt goths. <laughs> crypto note, goth. Crypto <laughs> Crypto goth is a movement. I bet. Hashtag put that one on there. Hashtag crypto goth. You know, we should start our own coin, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what we should do, actually. We should think about that. You know, the, the this podcast is an NFT, by the way, too. Mm. If you want to transfer me a, a bit of your Ethereums, your uh <laughs> Whatever these things in the Binance or whatever that shit is, I don't know. <laughs> you want to send me some of that Binance? Or the Tesla coin, that's gonna oh be amazing. Send it over. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'll get a blockchain, <laughs> and y'all can just put it right on there for us. All right, how about that? Let's do that. You want to buy this podcast as an NFT? Shoot me a text. <laughs> DM me. DM me on Instagram. Talk so realist or Twitter, either one. Yeah, it's all there. Getter. <laughs> Don't get me. I'm not on Getter, I promise. Don't cancel me that much, please. I'm thinking, why be prejudiced? Why not promote mm-hmm. it to everybody? Let them, we, They might learn something from this, too. It might bring them right over to our side. Let's change the world. You're gonna, I don't know what color pill that is. Hmm. I would try it. I'd give it, <laughs> I'd, I'd give it a whirl. A couple beers. Oh. You know what I mean? Hmm. No, we're going to try to get these kids off the pills because that's part of the problem. <laughs> They're dumb. Dumb off dope. <laughs> <laughs> dumb off dope kids ruining the world. Letting these old rich pieces of shit stomp all over us while you're playing video games on the Twitch. Mm-hmm. Staring at some kid playing, shooting virtual. On that Elden gun. Ring. I don't even, I'm going to hashtag that, but I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I'm going to hashtag Elden Ring. I'll put all that out there. We're going to blow up. This mm. is going to be big, man. I can feel it. Hell yeah. I'm feeling it already. It's a movement. This is a movement. We're back with movements. Yeah, after, you know, we had to sit down for a minute. It's like MySpace never left. Oh. About to be CEOs of a MySpace.com website. This could be some, This could be that level. This could very literally be that level. Because, I mean, think about it. We're funny. Hilarious. My God insightful yeah what do people look at look at look they're, they're learning podcasts. so much insight humor you know and you feel like you're we sitting pull back the curtain we pull right pull all the curtains <laughs> back fuck that whatever you are 
we're going to pull your damn skirt up like it's next attraction. <laughs> Show you who you really are. Show you exactly, <laughs> man. That's When's awful. the last time you looked under your dick? <laughs> well, I don't know. Now we're getting into that Austin comedian territory. <laughs> we might start, we might go on a Kill Tony. Do you know about that? No. Good. God. Just not funny things. Oh, yeah. right. But people love it. They, it's hilarious to some people. I bet. They probably hate this. They're, they're probably listening. It's like, these guys, they're, they're just, they're not funny. They're, they're just laughing. They're, they're not. They're not funny at all. Somebody's got to laugh. They're probably wearing short pants. <laughs> <laughs> Saying somebody will laugh. Richard, thank you for sticking with us through, <laughs> throughout this podcast. Richard Henry, one, one time for, for Richard. <laughs> thank you. And all the people who stuck with us through this whole thing, I'd love it if you left us a comment. Yes. <laughs> we got to get one, get, uh, leave your, your review. Yeah. Um, it, it really helps with the algorithm. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Um, Thumbs up. All that shit. Yeah. Hit that that bell on the, the YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not on YouTube yet, but when it gets on the YouTube, hit the bell. The, uh, I don't know. If, if you're on Getter, fucking post it. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Put it to them people. I don't care. They, Send it to Trump. Hey, if somebody <laughs> please get this to Trump, please. We're really, you know, if he came on here, I'm flying you in. If he agrees to come down here, you're flying down, and we're going to talk yeah. to him together. I'm not doing that by myself. I'm going to need you here. We are going to get in-depth. We can really get some answers. See what he thinks about naked attractions <laughs> with his toad-ass-looking dick. <laughs> He's, do you think Trump's up on naked attraction? No. You don't think he knows about it? No. He probably, probably tried to be on it. It's not American enough. No, no. It's not. It is definitely not American enough. That's I could true. see him being upset about why are there so many foreign dicks on here? <laughs> this is not something we're going to lend in our country. They even pee on each other. See? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually, I hope they don't start doing that. Because they might have to start, you know, ratings. That's why we need y'all to watch. The ratings start falling off. They start doing things like that. I'm not, I don't want to see all that. This ain't Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Look here. Yeah. So I got to keep in Poland. Yeah, keep it in Poland. Man, I, w- I would like to be in the live studio audience in Poland. <laughs> Not understand a word. You know? Mm-hmm. People are just walking in. Just, hello. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, they just get them off the street. Nostrovia. Nostrovia, I am. Put me on the Naked oh, Attraction Polish version. Shit. I mean, think about it, though. That's what a lot of these webcam people do. No, they they cause you can set it. I've learned this from someone told me you can uh, you get on do these OnlyFans or whatever. You can set it to where only you know like Texas can't look at you. Oh or, yeah yeah. Or you're only showing. That's so. You know when I've done a little independent research, and you know that's why mm-hmm. you see so many like Russians and things on there because they're broadcasting to us. Yeah. Target audience. I might have somebody right next door right here broadcasting to Russia right now. Oh shit. Brazil. Getting it popping. Letting them people know. Letting them know. But they don't know where they're at. They don't know they're out here in Austin, Texas. <laughs> the more people will move here. Oh, no shit. Oh, fucking hell. Move it around, Rock. No, don't ruin Round Rock. Keep Round Rock cool. Please. You want to go out again? You want to go to Round Rock? We could end this now. Just head out to Round Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. 
there's an anchor bar out there. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, there is. Franchise. Really? Yeah, there is. Oh, shit. There's been one in San Antonio. Damn. But the one in, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's the original Buffalo Wing spot, but it's a franchise. <laughs> I've been to the Sorry. original. I've been, speaking of Buffalo. Oh, man. All right, so is this it? <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> I mean, there's so much to talk about. Oh, my God. I mean, it's hard. I mean, we could crack more. Did you want to? Oh, here. This is your, your parting gift. I picked up a book I thought you might enjoy. Oh, Jesus. The Drinking Man's Diet. Yes. <clears throat> How to Lose Weight with a, min- with a Minimum of Willpower. Would you rather have that or would you rather have Norwegian Music, a survey? <laughs> <laughs> well, this thing was written in 1964. So it's probably not woke. Be careful. Oh, shit. Be careful reading that. Any good tips? A diet which allows you to take out your favorite girl for a dinner of squab and broccoli with hollandaise sauce and Chateau Lafitte to be followed by an evening of rapture and champagne. Man, give me that book back. (laughs) (laughs) I need that. Oh, my God. What is in here? A drinking man's diet. This really is a very simple diet. It can be summed up in one sentence. Eat less than 60 grams of carbohydrates a day. That's all there is to it. This is low carb before low carb. Man, I'm already past that for the, for this Sunday. Yeah, shit. The end. Oh, God, they got the scientific basis. Oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So breakfast, quarter of a cantaloupe or four ounces of tomato juice, ham or bacon, two slices, egg, fried, boiled or poached, coffee or tea with cream. <clears throat> Lunch, dry martini or whiskey with water or soda. <laughs> That's my people. <laughs> Broiled fish or steak or roast chicken. Two glasses of dry wine, if you wish. Green beans or asparagus. Half a cup of milk. Lettuce, tomato salad with French or Roquefort dressing. Coffee or tea. Dinner. (laughs) Martinis or highballs. Hors d'oeuvres of two stalks of celery stuffed with pate. Shrimp cocktail. Beef, pork, lamb, veal, chicken or turkey. Green beans, one cup. Brussels sprouts, half a cup or cauliflower. Two glasses of dry wine. Half an avocado with French dressing. What is that? <laughs> Cheese. Roquefort, uh, Cambert, Swiss, or American cheddar. Mm. Coffee or tea. And brandy. I mean, <laughs> that sounds about right. That's the diet that makes one leg bigger than the other. <laughs> shit. <laughs> this shit is crazy. <clears throat> Yep, I told you we're going to blow up. It's going to be big. But people are learning now. Oh, my God. Hashtag diet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hashtag nutrition. Tell this at your next fucking Nutrisystem meeting. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in, making it this long with us. We got. We might have to do a part two. 
You know what I mean? Like we may have to re regroup. I don't usually do these things on Zoom, but maybe we maybe we'll start our own Zoom room. Hell yeah, dude. Get everybody in the chat. Or the Twitch. Can we do Twitch in two different cities? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Twitch show coming soon. And we could probably show naked attraction. <laughs> Might get kicked off. Oh, we're going to Twitch jail for sure. Yeah, they don't like all that. No. Yeah, I've never seen any dicks on Twitch. That's true. <laughs> they were, now you mention it. I, I once sneaked some testicles onto Twitch. <laughs> and we almost went to Twitch jail, but uh, <sighs> they were just in the background. <laughs> it was a Zoom background with balls hanging in it. <laughs> Playing a infernal deathscape, hellscape tape. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play that owl's blood. Play some Miles Blood. We should take him out with that. Yeah, we could do that. We should do it live from Eastern Front Records. Oh, yeah. He would love us. <laughs> I can tell. I could yeah. really tell. Be really impressed. Yeah. Record store employees usually are pretty open to like guys coming in, talking <clears throat> a lot. Yeah, they, they really like that. They, they, yeah, they like talking. They like socializing. <laughs> People who take showers. Oh, man. Yeah, they love that. Mm. Yeah. Well, Austin has gotten better now that they're here. Whatever that part of Austin is, Lakeway or whatever it is. Yeah, it's out there. It's behind but it's D- worth the trip. <clears throat> it's right behind DJ Jester's favorite vape shop. <laughs> it is. It, it literally actually is. Follow yeah. follow the Filipino fist. And you'll find it. <laughs> Just past that Mansfield Dam. Mm-hmm. Bunch of feral cats. And peacocks. And a peacock right out there. Cats, peacocks, crazy screeches in the sky. And on the records. And on the records. Patches. Get all that shit. Spend all your money on the the original pressing of the Celtic Frost albums. (laughs) Whatever you want. I almost did. I thought about it and I I didn't. But you could. Because it's on Spotify. Fuck it. What are you going to (laughs) do? You know what I mean? I'm not spending $300 on all that shit. It's the original NFT. Records are the original NFT. <clears throat> Try to tell them. What do you, what, what do you, what chain do you put it on? Or do you call it? You know, it's not a chain drive. It's a belt drive turntable. The belt. Yeah, that's like a blockchain. Block belt. <laughs> yeah. The block belt. That's where the records live. We're gonna be rich, for sure. So many good ideas. My God, I know it's so good. So we're good gonna have to have here. a TED talk. I mean, I've been trying to get in that space. They pay a lot of money for people to come talk about things. I don't know about Ted. But there's there's a whole world of public speakers out there. Hell yeah. And that's another thing I hate about social media. <laughs> Can I tell you this? Before we go, I don't need all y'all's life advice. All right? All y'all telling me to love myself all day oh and shit constantly. God. Fucking the infographics for self help and all that bullshit. Oh my, it's nonstop. Like, like oh. yeah, thanks. You have to love yourself so you can love someone else. Um, you know, it's we we are all going through our own uh, collective trauma. That's true. I, like, no, it's true. We are. It's a trauma. <laughs> I'm sure some of these people are still listening to this. I have a little, you know, trauma. Um, No, that's all well and good, but when it's everyone saying the same Uh, things over and over, it drives me fucking nuts. Like, you know, Mm. 
help someone else. How about that? Yeah. Fucking infographic. Infographics with your info, your memes. <laughs> Get out of here. I never made a dollar off a meme. That's why I'm sticking with the the, the money belt, making the belt chain. <laughs> <laughs> the belt chain. There you go. Money making world of podcasting. <laughs> you too could oh, be shit. a podcast. That's mm-hmm. how I that's how I want to end this and give y'all a little, little self help here. You too could be a podcaster. Why don't you start a podcast? Let everyone know how you feel about everything. We'll help you with your trauma. Yeah. I mean, ideally, some of this shit you said isn't going to get us totally canceled <laughs> off the internet. We're going to see. We'll try to stay on these platforms. I don't know. But I do hope we can do this again soon. Yeah. So I just like to talk to my friends. That's it. What else is there to do? It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. You taught me. I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Stay hating. Stay hating. The oh, classic. Man. Y'all don't know nothing about that. None of none of y'all podcasts got on that level yet. Oh shit. Not at all. Playing the rap musics and talking the shits. Yep. Oh, we forgot to play rap. Damn. Well, <laughs> you all you're not listening to anything but Kendrick anyway, right now. So yeah. that Obanga jar, or however you say it, record's really good. I don't know if you've heard him. No. Nigerian. <clears throat> He's oh, dope. Shit. Came out the same day, got totally eclipsed. <clears throat> and there's a total eclipse tonight. Total lunar eclipse yes, at 11, 11 central time. So you're going to hear this later. You missed the eclipse. I hope you didn't miss it. Leave us a comment. Drop us a line in the comments. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Did you see the eclipse? <laughs> huh. Do you know you're supposed to set an intention? <laughs> <laughs> Did you set your intention tonight? Good. Oh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more. Positive, uplifting feelings and breathiness. Posy vibes only. Posy vibes only. No shit. Even with surge. Even when surge is over. <laughs> Try to keep it positive as you can. That's my advice to you. HR from the Bad Brains is here, speaking of PMA. Oh, shit. Coming Thursday to kick butt coffee. Oh, damn. Go watch him stand in front of a microphone and not say anything. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Oh, shit. The last time I saw Bad Brains, that's what he did. He didn't sing. The band was about to kill him. Oh, my God. And then I saw he's playing Kick Butt Coffee, his little mellow reggae vibes with, like, hardcore bands, which mm-hmm. I want to see all of them, actually. But um, so I look on YouTube, and I find a recent HR show, and I'm like, yeah, he's just kind of standing in front of the mic again. But I'll probably go. You never know. I don't know. I Could don't be know. good. It'll be good. Regardless, it's going to be like Lil Flip with his phone. <laughs> it's going to be at least that good. That's a high bar. I'm going to say I know for sure HR is not going to live stream the, his show on Instagram with the camera in his face. No oh, bet. No fucking way. No way. <laughs> What's the over under on that? <laughs> People need to think about these things, man. They don't think about these things. Oh, Jesus. Luckily, they have podcasts to help. Put some ideas in their in their mind space. If people want to get in touch with you, where's the best place? What's your favorite? What's your getter? <laughs> it's uh it's at Serge Dunn across all platforms. S e r g d u n. Yeah, easy. You know, getter dot com slash Serge Dunn yeah. for America. That's that's it. Um, I'm on the uh, Jesus First Network. Um, Good. Uh, America's one true God. 
Podcast Network. Finally, um, been waiting. Fox News, uh, the Red Rocket, uh, wherever you find your reddest pills, there you'll find me. Live streaming. Uh, Stormfront.com on there. What is Stormfront.com? The white supremacist uh, message board and newsletter. Um, I got kicked off of there a couple years ago. Um, I used to go over there for fun. Um, cause they had some great thoughts like, uh, that rap music was created by white folks and black people stole it from them. That was a good one. Rap music actually started with Appalachian music. <laughs> I was like, yeah, tell me more. I've heard <clears throat> things like that from very regular people too. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what about this? When it was like, oh, man, George Burns, Inca Dinka do. Yeah. Shut up. No, you're an idiot. Yeah. that's well put and that is a great place to end this magnificent marathon of a podcast yes sir i'm a talk so realist on the social medias and pushermania.com you can email me matt at pushermania.com we're gonna get these things changing soon and more uniformed up and more regular here we're gonna make this a little more of a regular thing and now the pandemic's over maybe we should start Figuring out our big takeover. Take over all this no. media. Fuck Fox Stay News. So. You're going to get this on Vice. <gasps> I think they I, got openings. I think I know someone over there. <laughs> I did in 2006. Mm. I don't know if they're still there. Yeah. Who knows? You could be, you're going to be like the next Action Bronson. <laughs> I can tell. I think he might be the next Action Bronson. Dude, we could be on the Travel Channel. They don't have anything about traveling no more. You know what the greatest channel is? The Learning Channel. TLC. You learn so much watching TLC. Oh, my God. Dude. I think that's what 90 Day Fiance is on. Yep. Is it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's where they do Married at First Sight, too. (laughs) And before the 90 Days. Uh, telling you. What about 90 Days In? (laughs) The jail show. (laughs) Oh, shit. The one they go in and infiltrate the prison. That might be the Discovery Channel. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. The Travel Channel, though, is just about eerie. No. <laughs> that is like fucking paranormal activities. That's <laughs> <It is> true. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these ghosts. We travelers. forgot to talk about the aliens. <laughs> They're coming. This is never going to end. I don't know if they are. They probably turned around. I don't know. I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> I'm with it. Come on. Come yeah. down, Kenny Parker. <laughs> Bring it to us. I'm with it. I am not afraid of aliens. That lunar eclipse, maybe. <laughs> We're going to see. They're going to touch down. How, does, how do you have a lunar eclipse if the Earth is flat? And with that, <clears throat> that's it. We're done. Just got to put a, lo- uh, a quarter in front of the flashlight. <laughs> That's how they do it. I was trying to end it before you told everybody, man. I was trying to get this over before you gave mm. all the secrets of the universe away. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You, can, you can bleep that out in post. No, no. I'm going to. We got to. It's cock so real. <laughs> We're keeping it real. Every fucking word we say. You don't like it? Get at me on Getter. Put on, get on my Getter. Get me canceled. All the way. All right, Serge. Serge Dunn in the house. 
we are going to end this here and uh, be back with another episode later this week. I'm trying to get DJ Jester up in here. He's the only other person I can talk about naked attraction to. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, you got to do it. Two weeks. Oh, is he gone for two weeks? No, no. I'm just saying like, I, well, are you releasing these weekly? If I can. Yeah. So, yeah, then you can get like next episode. Do a two week marathon of naked attraction talk. All right. I might have to call you back in because I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to so see. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Loved you and everyone else who tunes into this fucking thing here. And uh, I'll be back soon. Follow me everywhere. It's amazing. <laughs>